Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and we are back. It is episode 305 of Film Bastards. Hey, non-patrons, you haven't had anything in a while, have you? No. Patrons have. They had something. You people haven't had anything for weeks. And do you know whose fault that is? Yours. Um, coming up on this week's show, um, that might have been a bit harsh, um, we have got, well, we've got, um, I'm going to put in the uh, review of X-Men Dark Phoenix that we did in the X-Men retrospective, which was available for patrons, $2 a month, patreon.com forward slash filmbusters, last time I mentioned it. Um, so X-Men Dark Phoenix, but on that show, we also decided to do a uh, look through the Wolverine films. So on this show, we're going to be talking about X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Wolverine, uh, the Wolverine, sorry, and Logan. Um, we've also got a main review, which is the Netflix Adam Sandler joint murder mystery. Um, and you know, we'll have some trailers. We'll have, uh, we'll have all sorts of stuff, I think. So, uh, yeah, um, I'll start off with some film news. Two festive remakes. Two? Yes. So I know there's, there's I know one of them. Which one's the other one? Okay, so you've got the Blumhouse Black Christmas, which... Um, with Imogen Pooter, I believe, is in that. Indeed, the Pooter herself. Um, and Carrie Elways was announced today to be um, in it as well. It's always good to see him in stuff. Um, and... going to be the... He's going to be the murderer, isn't he? Well, I was thinking he might be the detective, but what? So he would play he would play the Peter role, or yeah, hmm. but, uh, yeah I think you're right. I think right, he probably will be detective. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a bit old, but he's got that energy. Yeah, that that creepiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm I'm very I'm, I'm very up for this. Yeah, I mean, um, so I mean, it, it's crazy. It's like they're going to start shooting in New Zealand soon, and it comes out Friday, December thirteenth. Bang. You know, that's that's pretty fucking impressive. But that's the Blumhouse way, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've ta- I think I've talked a lot on this show in the past about Black Christmas and how much that film is the origin of the slasher. You, you can say Psycho had elements of it and, it and it certainly did. And a lot of people credit Halloween with it. But Black Christmas was 74, I want to say. Um, so and, you know, so it, what it predates Halloween and it's straight up it's a fucking slasher film um and it's got one of the creepiest endings of all time so um yeah i am also bang up for it um i w- will be watching black christmas and the black christmas remake which i haven't seen in fucking years in in, in the run-up to this um and i always think it's carrie fisher in the um in the remake but she's in sorority row isn't she sorority row, yes yeah yeah who's the house mum in the remake of black christmas oh it's not fucking Margot, is it? Hang about. It might actually. I'm gonna have to look at this app now. Looking now. No, I don't make so much though. I forgot Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it. Wow. Yep. No, oh, Michelle Trachtenberg. No, that's weird. What the fuck? Hang on. So who the fuck's the house mum then? Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin. Oh, all yeah. right. It non. <laughs> is it that one, isn't it? Why the fuck did I? Anyway, never mind. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I can feel a black Christmas commentary coming on uh, around Christmas time, to be fair. Um, and we'll we'll see how that goes. So, yes, there's the Blumhouse one. But also Kevin Hart in a remake of Scrooged. Oh, yes. Why the fuck not? Go on, then. Is that a Netflix one? Oh, I don't know. That ain't getting released like, in actual cinemas, is it? That seems like more like a Netflix thing. Why? Why? Um, Remake of Scrooge starring Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's a commercial property. Why not? I just, I don't, it, just, it just smacks of Netflix to me for some reason. I'm not, that's not putting it down. I just, I, I, I just thought that ended up being like a, a Netflix thing rather than a, a cinematic release. I don't know why. But no, not like saying that you can't hold a movie or anything like that. I just, for some reason, I thought when it came when the news came out, I just assumed it was a Netflix film for some reason. I uh, don't believe so. I mean, it's a it's a Paramount joint, so um, I doubt they'd sell that to Netflix. I must have, I got it from nowhere then. <laughs> Even though um, that fucking um Shaft film that bombed in um the US this weekend, I think that's on Netflix over here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's Netflix rested everywhere else but the US, isn't it? Mm. Oh, when is that? Because I really, really want to see that. Um, it's um. I think it's last week in July, I think. Hmm. Friday, 28th of June. Oh, fuck. Oh, last week in June, then. So next week. So it's a week, yeah, a week Friday. Fucking hell. Right, cool. Well, yeah, yeah. God, people complain about Netflix, but bang. There you go. Shaft, two weeks after US release. And Noel, I bet it's in 4K on lovely, lovely Netflix. Noel's got a 4K TV. I'm so happy, and he's really pleased with it. And I couldn't be happier, by the way. As I could be happier. He needs an Apple TV 4K. <laughs> it's never ending with you, isn't it? But if it's, if it's Samsung, though, do they have the 4K app? No, 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 no. The app no, not no. 4K. No, so we were in that WhatsApp tangent. We're in, a, in our WhatsApp group. Uh, Mike of Chinstroker versus Punter was saying that um, he's got the Apple iTunes app on his TV, but didn't he say that it doesn't come up 4K and it doesn't have iTunes extras? He did, yes. That's fucking cheeky. Like, I mean, fair play to Apple because they need to do something to differentiate the £169 box versus an app on a smart TV. Um, there's nothing there's nothing stopping them from having extras and stuff on there but i do kind of appreciate that apple are doing that and i understand why apple are, are letting uh, like tv makers have an app on their on on their devices um you know they want to be a services company more like try and get out the hardware game well not get out the hardware game but not focus on it as much because they're not making as much money from it but you know it it, 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 it's it, replaced that revenue stream that was itunes yeah exactly and it, it, i don't know it does kind of feel cheap but at the same time as an owner of an apple tv 4k i'm kind of glad um <laughs> as awful as that as awful as that is to say um just because i've got to be honest like i mean i've got a lot of use out of my apple tv but i would be kind of pissed off if there was just a free app that did exactly the fucking same yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can see the point on that. It literally would, at the moment, the only thing that you get 
out of the Apple TV box uh, would accept, you know, instead of like a, a smart box or a PS4 or things like that is the access to your iTunes library. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like it, it, that pays for it in itself for me. Um, and, you know, the amount of 4K content I've got is mad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just nuts. But I'm 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 glad Noel's happy. Like when he was kind of, I think he was drunkenly texting us on Friday night. Um, it sounded like it, it kind of seemed like he had a few, but I think he is legitimately happy. And I'm very very glad just because you fuckers don't have 4K, and I need someone else to talk about how good 4K is. And Mike <laughs> has 4K as well, but he's on the other side of the world, so it's oft- often times he's not in on these conversations because he's at work or something um so anyway tangent over 4k is great you fuckers need to get on it and why haven't you yet <laughs> uh i think because currently our tv still works really well and we wanted to go on holiday again yeah, it's a massive waste of money when we've got a, TV. a waste of money <laughs> fuck off it's not a waste of money becky i disagree this I is don't... the this is the smallest hill on which i will die <laughs> The, the the quality increase just doesn't it just doesn't justify the cost for me. Yes, it does. If that TV dies, we will have that TV. Okay. It's not long because the TV sound thing is going a bit weird. The TV's what? fine. Don't start like plugging chewing gum in the speakers or some <laughs> crap to try and get yourself a new TV because we'll just watch the one upstairs. Mark, what can I do to fuck up your TV? <laughs> Nothing, mate. It, it, all, all that happens is, is it used to be the, the, the sound. Now you have to put it on a little bit louder than you did before. I think is about all. It's fine. It is fine, yeah. Like he's adamantly, what is it, against 4K for some reason? I don't know why. I'm not adamantly against 4K. I'm adamantly against wasting money on stuff we don't need. All right. But you do need it. <laughs> no, not really though. Mark's eyes bad enough that it wouldn't make a difference anyway to what he sees. Oh shit! All right, okay, yeah. that's how it is. The world's a general blur. Thanks for that. Well, <laughs> don't bait me on 4K TV. <laughs> I'm telling you, HDR, HDR's the shit, and I can tell. And it bothers me when I'm watching stuff that's not in HDR on my fucking TV now really annoys me anyway i will admit hd but 4k does look very nice on my uh ipad pro screen yeah oh yeah you get the hdr on the ipad pro absolutely it's not 4k but it is hdr so that's something at least oh dearie me right fine fine (laughs) becky just whatever my God, the fucking argument I'm going to get into with you at Jordan's wedding is going to be legendary. <laughs> Content. Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway. There's, there's there's no argument to be had about it. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't justify the cost of itself to me. When the TV breaks, obviously we will get whatever the best one is available at that time. But until then, it's fine as it is. Can, can I, I I just ask one question? On. How much do you expect the TV to actually cost? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Yeah, okay. All right. And a ballpark, though. Just, just what is it? I've, I've kind of stood out this a little bit, but was a ballpark. I, I haven't a clue. I, 
Uh, if you were budgeting for a new TV right now, how much would you budget in your head? Realistically. I think last time we went, you dragged me to John Lewis to look at TVs. They were about 1,500 quid or something like that. It's not about 1,500 quid there. It's really not going to happen. I'd, 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 like, I'd like to say Noel's cost a third of that. Yeah. Anyway, just moving on. That's yeah, all. How, how much does a week in the cabin cost, Mark? About the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to fall out, so we'll move on. <laughs> so, trailers. There's been a ton, I think. There's been a few, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe a ton is 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 too strong um too strong a phrase, but um. Yeah, there, there's been a few. Um, I think. The big one, at least as far as Becky's concerned, will maybe leave till last. I'm assuming she'll concern it as being the big one. Ah, uh, yes, of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, I don't know. I I watched the new trailer for Frozen two because I have a five year old. Um, yeah. and yeah, I'm. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It, 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 it's one of those. When I watched Frozen, it was fine. It? it was fine. You, you were always going to hate it. You were in hating it. Um, That's not true. Just a little bit. No. <laughs> it's Disney, isn't it? Yeah. I, I have nothing against Disney. I like Tangled. I like the... Shit, what's it called? Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Yeah, Princess and the Frog. Full animation, wasn't it? Brave, I like. That's Pixar. That's not, I know, but it's sort of Disney. Moana, I like. So, no, I didn't. All right. I'm just going to be you not wanting to watch it. It's just a bit crap, and that song's horrific. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it, 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 you know what it looks like? It looks like a Frozen 2 film. I just feel like it's a really big gap. It's a very big gap. Is it, like, five years, nearly? Why have they, why have they not capitalised on this earlier? Because they didn't think it was going to be that successful. I, straight up, it's that. That's the reason. It blew up in a way they never fucking thought that film was going to blow up. Yeah. It, 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 it took them completely by surprise. They had no, uh, they had no kind of like ideas even to do a, a, a sequel. What what Disney used to do years ago was they used to have a, a feature film idea, and then they had a few kind of plot ideas for what they could do with straight to video sequels. Mm. They didn't. They, they kind of abandoned that model and just went right. We're gonna release this. And then the early kind of, there was no buzz on it, and the early test screenings were, were crap because for some reason, instead of test screening a children's film with children, they test screened it with adults who thought it was a bit too childish. Um, <laughs> and then it, when it came out, it wasn't a an initial boom. It did well, and then it just started to do really fucking well. Mm. And then it exploded into the thing it was, and then it just they just couldn't get their asses in gear. Yeah. Um, and they, to be honest, they ended up getting themselves a little bit kind of caught up in, well, we've got to do this, and we've got, we're doing this, and we've already planned to do this, and where can we fit it yeah, at the yeah. moment? Because we've got, we want to release it, but we've got a, a Star Wars there, and then we've got a fucking Marvel there, and Marvel there, a Star Wars there, a Star Wars there, a Marvel there, the same Jungle Book there, there, and all of these things, but they had, they had so much out yeah. that it was I mean, just... I mean, to, to, just just to interject, I think a big thing was Nutcracker in the Four Realms as well, mm-hmm. like where that is going for the same audience, and that had been ready for a bit. So I think they kind of had to get that out last year. 
and that that would have been a very very similar target audience and, and then they also looked at um they couldn't have then released that and then released frozen because they had many poppins out as well oh straight up yeah of course they did right they've, they've, they've wasted an opportunity to really capitalize on it because like as much as i can sit here and say oh, i really hated it i'm not its demographic it's not aimed at me if i was a, a young girl i'd have probably loved it or even if I, no, God, can you imagine if you had a young girl child having to listen to Let It Go on repeat? That would have been hell. I'm glad I didn't have a young girl child at the time. But, you know, it's just, I feel like a lot of a lot of the kids who would have clamoured for a sequel will now be too old for it. No, nah, fuck, it's going to do a billion easy. Yeah. It, that, that, that thing does fine at home as well, you know. And it's like, to be yeah. fair, you've got kids who are like, for like well five or six when it came out there or they're like nine or ten and they might have little siblings that are like four or five or six you know so it, it's yeah that 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 thing is going to be huge and it just it's weird because watching this trailer it's like where the fuck are they going to put in a song like let it go because it i don't know it just looks like okay they're going to go on a, an adventure and i just don't see a song to say what you want about that song in the context of the film it really, really, really makes sense. And, it, you know, it's Elsa's kind of like coming out party as such. Um, and I, I don't I don't know this this trailer. It just it, it, it it's a bit of a weird mood, this trailer. But then again, Frozen kind of had its darker elements as well. I mean, like in the end of the day, there's a handsome prince in it who actually fucks everybody over and tries to kill Elsa and Anna. So, you know, and uh, I. I don't know the whole thing about like meeting someone and falling in love straight away is completely fucking torn away by it. So I I don't know. I just remember Sven and Olaf more than anything else in Frozen, and I need more Sven and Olaf. But I like Olaf and I like Sven. They're the reindeer. Sorry. Is that the snowman? Snowman's Olaf. Sven's the fucking reindeer dude. I like the reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Frozen two. I'll have to see it. You two won't. It's like Toy Story 4, isn't it? It's like there's no fucking way you two are seeing Toy Story 4, but I'm going to have to. Yeah. Yeah, you will have to. Might do a daddy-daughter review of that, actually. Um, <laughs> like... Yeah, let's we'll do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll see see what she says about it. She's she's definitely up for Toy Story 4. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Um... I know we've got others. I feel uh, bad. That the ready or not red band. Oh yeah, what this came out of nowhere, didn't it? What the fuck is this film? <laughs> it, it looks a little bit mad, doesn't it? My God. It's a really? Netflix horror comedy starring the girl out of the babysitter, so I'm definitely gonna watch it. She she was brilliant in that. It's not it's not Netflix, is it? Oh, we think everything's Netflix today for some reason. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> oh no, no, it's Fox Searchlight, so it's a Disney okay. film. All right, okay. Um, yeah, man, fucking Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, and uh, Andy McDowell. All right then. <laughs> yeah, it does look good. It I fucking I. Oh, sorry, just I fucking love that Disney, like, just in this kind of like this bit where they've got orphan films from Fox are having to release this film. I love it. 
<laughs> no, I, I think it looks really good fun and weird. I like weird. It, 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 the trailer does give an awful lot away, though. Uh, it is um, directed by the guys who directed Devil's Jew, that film from a few years back about the woman who gets pregnant and it's a Satan baby. And it was kind of shit. Oh, is that the one where they were, like, leaving prams everywhere? Or is that something else? With demon babies in? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, for the, like, when they were, like, promoting it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Excellent. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. I can't, can't really comment, but, yeah. Is it not good? Yeah, it wasn't great. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, the, the the trailer looks like a lot of fun. It just kind of came out of nowhere as well, didn't it? I love when trailers just come out of nowhere. Yeah, you've heard nothing but the film. And all of a sudden, there's just a trailer there. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Um, official Secrets. It's fucking dry, doesn't it? The, the continuing um, saga of Keira Knightley being in films that you look at and go... No. No. <laughs> Literally, it might as well. It, it, it's it's films that would have been free DVDs with a Daily Express if that still happened. Like That's Kieran Knightley's like CD. CD it doesn't even look like a BBC. It looks like an ATV2 special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a bit miserable and the lighting's all a bit grey. Look, it's more BBC. You reckon? Yeah. ITV tends to be more colourful. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it looks drab and shit. And do you know what? I don't. I'm at a point now where anything that's going to stir anybody up to say anything about politics just makes me go, no, nope. <laughs> I can't be asked with any of it. I just want to switch my brain off. So yeah. Have you seen that one again? Uh, no, no. Um, it just seems like what exactly what what you guys were saying to be honest i just didn't waste my time if it gets good reviews i'll watch it otherwise i'm not interested you know, you're never gonna watch it <laughs> it'll get it'll get three star reviews three out of five nothing yeah yeah straight up uh lots of people also say oh kira knightley's really good in it because people are seem to be scared of saying kira knightley's shitting things no Even, she might be really quite good they, they, she just accused them of being like whatever misogynist or whatever so um and she's got the worst hair in the trailer. Yeah. Late night, the uh, Emma Thompson. Which is which, already out. Well, yeah, which is already out. Yeah. <laughs> that came out and out of nowhere as well. Literally, oh, release trailers for this movie. And then like two weeks later, the movie's going to come yeah. there. Yeah. That, that looks horrible to me. It. Yeah. I saw somebody going, oh. Um, sorry, Bob. Talking about on Twitter saying, Oh, finally, Emma Thompson can arrive. It's like, what? Emma Thompson's been in films for 30 fucking years. She arrived a long, long time ago. What a ridiculous fucking comment. I don't know. It's um, it's a weird one, that, because that film's got, like, okay reviews, but Amazon, I believe they bought it out of Sundance um, for a fair bit of money, and everyone was... It was like, is, is this going to be Mindy Kaling's kind of big breakout film thing? And, it, and then it just kind of feels like it's fallen fallen off 
really, really quickly. Um, it does seem a little bit like everything post Endgame at the moment is just pointless in Superman. Like, <laughs> nobody's gone. It's <laughs> the Endgame that went. Right, so that's it. That's cinema finished for the year. When Star Wars out. <laughs> but, no, no, I mean, but you're right though. It's like it's such a weird summer. I don't remember a summer like this, and at least a few where so many films have just been have just like evaporated. Disney's response, right, to it has been Disney's response to the fact that Dark Phoenix has done shit. And that they're getting a little bit worried about sort of other bits, maybe not taking as much as they thought because of a little bit of cinema fatigue. Do you know what their response is and what their fucking brilliant idea is? What? Fuck it, let's release Endgame with an extra scene in it. I mean, yeah, I'd go see that. that but that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. That and they are so close to overtaking Avatar, and it's just starting to look like it might not happen. They need like seventy-seven million, so fuck it, just extra scene and go again. I mean, like, I really hate Avatar on principle, not not necessarily as the film because I've never seen it, but I would go see Endgame again just to fuck fuck with him. What what happens with this is how Avatar managed to make that much money is insane. Because you could only see it in fucking 3D and stuff, couldn't you? So you pay more for your ticket. There is that, but still, it it was it was released around Christmas as well. Um, even though I mean it didn't start really revving up until January February, but it just it 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 it. it absolutely rode that 3d wave that and the Burton and alice in wonderland yeah were I, just oh yeah what's the avatar one it, it is it, uh, about the avatar one is um the amount of people that went to see it three or four times that actually didn't like it <laughs> yeah um other uh, after the wedding yeah. just to, just to say sorry that, yeah. like just while we're on that box office like tack it like because yeah i mean endgame did huge detective pikachu has done has done very well that that thing is like easily 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 in the black um what's that done now so that's done summary 421 worldwide off a production budget of 150 so that's that's comfortably okay um but then i mean like john wick chapter three that did really, really well. It's on 276 worldwide, and that thing will have cost less than $100 million easy. Um, they they make those films cheaply. By by the way, thoughts on John Wick being in that some... Uh, sorry, John Wick. Keanu Reeves being in that cyberpunk game. Anyone interested? Yeah, that's that's, that's mentally. He is, he is making sure he's riding this, this wave at the moment. I'll blame him, though, can you? If that... Interesting, I think. Mm. If that game was not going to be like a hundred hours long, I'd be fucking down. But that game will be a hundred hours long. You don't have to play it all at once, though, Ian. No, I know, but you fucking. But I'll I'll get like eight hours in and just be like, right, okay, could have watched a few films in this point. Kind of feel like I wasted some time. Thanks very much. That's how I always get. I got I got like twenty hours into God of War and just went fuck it. Can't be asked. I was 20 hours in. I may as well have just seen it through. Nah. No. Anyway. Age is playing Last of Us and don't, don't feel like I wasted a second. Whereas like, if it's a crap game, I feel really like bitter about it. Uh, if I'm playing FIFA, I don't feel like I've wasted time. But if I'm playing actual What Is It, I can sometimes feel a little bit like, oh, I could watch a couple of films while I'm doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, 
Go on. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's. I, I'm just looking through now. It's like Rocket Man has only done 150 million worldwide. 140 million. Sorry. That should have done more than that yeah, with the fucking it. word that that film had. I mean, I you know, the production budget was 40 million, so again, it, it will have made money. But still, I mean, like Dark Phoenix, obviously tanking fucking horrifically. Um, I mean, God's sake, second weekend, it made seven million in the US last weekend. What the fuck is that? Mm. Um, What's his name? Um, Sam Kimberg, uh, who wrote and directed it. I thought his comments on it were actually quite, I I, I feel like saying to him, actually, no, (laughs) you're wrong there. (laughs) Because he basically comes out and and, and said, you know, it's my fault. The movie clearly wasn't good enough. I they didn't make an interesting enough story and I didn't direct an interesting enough film to get people. It's like, no, I don't think it is that. I think it's, I think that that was people just didn't want to see the film, no matter what it was about or whatever. I think people had just run out of X-Men. And again, on the the other recording, you can't, you can't build something like that and expect it to do great money, but built around some no mark that's been in a TV series and basically nothing else. Oh, she's going to be that. She's going to be a boy George about thick, isn't she? Apparently so. But she apparently just invented herself. Yeah. <laughs> ah, good on her. Fuck it. Why not? Why not? Why not? I am looking forward to the scene of where she chains that rent boy to a uh, radiator. <laughs> nice. Looking forward to that. You know who should play that rent boy? Who? Kit Harrington. He always looks like he's about to cry anyway. So yeah. He wouldn't have to stretch himself out, would he? Please don't help me anymore, Mr. George! Allegedly. Not allegedly. That's not allegedly one. <laughs> we don't have to say allegedly. It happened. Yeah. I, I, like, just getting back to less potentially um, slanderous comments. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, Secret Life of Pets 2 did half what the first one did in the US. Uh, opening weekend and you know, again who the fuck's asking for a secret life of pets too apart actually to be fair my kid is so that's a moot that's point well that's the people that are asking for it yeah kids movies do well especially ones that they can already look at and say oh it's mr pickles or whatever they're called i'm sure there's an animal in them sleep life pets called mr pickles don't know, I, don't, I don't think there is scrubs was the first one from my memory i haven't that's seen that but I mean, like Men in Black International, uh, like thirty million opening weekend. Like, what the, the what the fuck is that? But again, it's who, you know, we could have had a Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover. That um, would have made more than thirty million on opening weekend, just for curiosity's sake. Yeah, and you could have probably made that for at like two thirds of the cost. Yeah, straight up. Like, um, yeah, it, that film. It, it's I've not seen it, but so it might be it might be all right but it does seem that the, the word from it seems to be it's not very good there's zero chemistry between tess thompson and chris emsworth and it, it just it, it confuses itself with trying to have a message whilst also be funny and none of it ever happens i think that's me if you're gonna if you want to do a this is the third one is it four four if you're going to do a fourth, a fourth movie in a franchise, it has to bring something new to the table. And it just looks like more of the same, but crapper. It has brought something new. Oh, yes. It's international. There's a girl. Yeah, that's not enough. Just saying. Go with that, a novelty. No, it's not a novelty. Oh, yeah. Wait, story-wise yeah, and style-wise and what they're doing, it just looks like 
more of the same. Well, it does look like a film that was made in uh, 1997. Yeah, looks, yeah, it does. It's not a good-looking movie, is it? That's true. Uh, but, then, uh, and, but finally, and I'll talk about it later, Aladdin has done $730 million worldwide. Fucking hell. And that was expected to bomb. Yeah, people weren't well, expecting that, that to do very well. Do you know what? Do you know why that that's done well? Because people wanted to hate it, but then amazingly, when they actually saw it, they went, "Oh, it's quite good." This actually. Do you know what? I'll talk about it real quick now. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. It just feels natural. Yeah. So Aladdin is a good time. It is a fucking good time. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Lottie had a really good time watching it as well. And this film is over two hours long. And she got a little bit like bored during some of the more talky sections, but she fucking loved Will Smith. Loved him. Um, yeah, which is exactly what you want. Um, Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, is great. Uh, uh, Masood, I think is the guy's name. He's really, really good. I want to see him in more stuff. Um it just it's it's a really really good cast it it does look good despite what like all the marketing had fucking painted it as and the genie gets a romantic subplot and it works very odd but i'm into it um songs great the new song really good um yeah it's just it's a really 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 fun time and it's definitely different enough from the original that it it kind of justifies its own existence it does um yeah it's it's really fucking solid is uh is this aladdin and i will happily happily watch it again yeah cool i'm, I'm glad that's why that yeah no it was really really pleased with it um anyway uh so we actually i think we actually have some more trailers um yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm just saying uh, after the wedding um yeah sorry yes yeah yeah what do you think about this one looks quite interesting isn't it yeah, it does. Like the the trailer started, and it looked like it was going to be some some really super worthy movie about a woman running an orphanage in in India, and you know, oh, look how great she is. And then it turns out it's some kind of weird fucking mystery about something that's happened in the past. It looks really interesting. Yeah, Michelle Williams, uh, Julianne Moore, and Billy Crudup. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Remake of a Danish film, I think you said, didn't you? Yeah, with Mads Mikkelsen in it. Uh, and then I think the, a couple more. I think we've got. Ad Astra. Yes. Um, another, another Disney Fox orphan. Sorry. Yeah. And James Gray doing a space. Oh, James Gray doing a hundred and fifty million dollar space movie. <laughs> because because the simple fact is Brad Pitt really likes James Gray movies. <laughs> That's it. That's that is literally how it gets lit. But it does look it it, it looks like it's going to be. Very much a James Gray space movie, and all of the action is in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, uh, comes out September. Let's see what happens. Comes out the same day as Rambo 5. What a double bill that will be. That will be an incredible double bill. I believe it's called Rambo Last Blood. Uh, and then the final one, Bex, you can leave this one. Uh, yes, so Doctor Sleep trailer. Um, do you know what? It looks it looks pretty good, and it looks from the trailer. Obviously, you can't film to see the movie, but from what I remember from reading the book when it came out, 
like it's sticking fairly well to stuff that goes in. There's a few no, bits. There's a few bits that I'm like, sure, that's not in the book, but I'd have to re reread it to be 100% sure. Um, slightly concerned that they, they seem to be making it, well, not the same, because there's loads of fucking clips from it in the trailer, but they're making it as a direct sequel to The Shining movie rather than ad an adaptation of the book, mm. given how far the movie deviates, that particular movie deviates from the book. Yeah. Um. So that's, I mean, that's a touch concerning. But what, the weird thing about that, though, is famously Stephen King does not like, like The Shining. Yeah. However, Stephen King really likes Mike Flanagan. Mm. And as as kind of said, that Dot Slate is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's that. And they, they might have been able to smooth out some of the adaptation inaccuracies within making the sequel so you know, do you know what fine but it's 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 a bit of an out there story like the shining's a little bit more like it on your clock of of where things feel like yeah it, it does feel like it it's not far off like the dad's an alcoholic it, you can't you can interpret stuff as him like hallucinating because he's kind of losing his marbles and and going a bit stir crazy, and the kid's a little bit, you know, intuitive. You know, you can you can read it that way. It's not it's not overtly supernatural. The Shining. Right. Doctor Sleep is. So it's it's a bit of a departure really, and it's the the more successful ones of his adaptations seem to be. Well, apart from you know the one about the killer clown, which is completely out there, and a pet cemetery that you know just fucking ignore me. Yeah, you can't keep historically the ones that have done better have been the ones that are a bit more rooted in reality. The modern ones. Yeah. This current little wave has been more along the lines of the the supernatural ones have been given more mm. time. And so what is it? Partially because the the supernatural ones originally from their, their original waves were often made in the eighties and were made using not great practical effects yeah. a lot of the time yeah. so that that kind of hinted it whereas with the effects technology you can use now yeah bringing that to life is a lot lot easier it's just it's a bit of an odd sequel even as a book it's well a yeah it does seem like a, what is that when i when you told me it was a sequel to shining i was a bit like what yeah it's a real departure <laughs> in tone um but do you know it, i mean it's a good book don't get me wrong it's it's, it's really good but it's it's an it's an odd sequel um yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it, to be, to be fair. Um, Rebecca Ferguson is not what I would have imagined Rose the Hat to be when reading the book, but do you know what? Fine. She's the baddie. She's the baddie. I think Ian will agree with me that Rebecca Ferguson will make a very, very good baddie. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying she'll make a good baddie. Just, like, yeah. It, just, it was just a bit of a surprise when, when I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's Rebecca Ferguson. Fine, fine. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite excited to see it. Cool. See what they do with it. I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited to reread the book, to be honest. Though. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm um, I'm I'm really it it I'm kind of surprised given this trailer that they're not calling it The Shining Two Colon Doctor Sleep because this trailer really 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 wants you to know that this is the sequel to The Shining. 
Yeah. Um, so the way that by the musical cue at the end, I was a bit like, that's enough, guys. Calm down. You know, yeah. you know um, I, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I haven't read the book. Um, I have an affinity for Kubrick's The Shining. Um, I'm very, very, very intrigued to see what about this made King rec- like be okay with this compared to The Shining. Um, I'm ve- and do you know what? I'm up for seeing a Ewan McGregor starring Mike Flanagan directed horror film. Like end of. I fucking love that Mike Flanagan directed this. Um. I, I I don't know, like it just good on him. It's such a fucking success story that the guy who directed Ab- Absentia like early on in the decade is now doing the, essentially The Shining too. Um, and I mean just to have the fucking balls. I mean like directors obviously all like have massive egos. You you would have to to do that job, but to have the fucking balls to take something like this on is yeah. incredible. And I mean, obviously, he's got a good relationship with King anyway after um, Gerald's game. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm really, really excited. Do you know what else I'm excited about, Becky? Go on. The Shining in 4K, which is coming out in September, I believe it is. Oh, well, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I will. Good. Good. I don't like the Shining anyway. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, I've, I've got no issue with it being a sequel to the movie as, rather than a straight adaptation of the book if that's what it turns out to be. Because I, I don't mind The Shining at all, which makes me feel a bit conflicted because I know how much Stephen King hates it and he's, like, my favourite writer. But, well, no, that's... Yeah. Favourite off. Nah, I don't know. I want to say it's the best, but he's probably my favourite. He's probably where I'd go with that. You can, you can admit that it's been your favourite. It doesn't make you, like, a... No, but I'm, none of my favourite books are Stephen King books. No, that makes sense. None of, yeah, the ones that I've, like, returned to again and again. But, well, no, that's, that's a lie. Well, can I reread Stephen King? Well, that, I wouldn't put them up there as being, like, my favourite. Yeah. Maybe the talisman. And the stand. You're talking around his circle, whatever. I am talking around his circle, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm, I've had a really busy day at work, and my brain's a bit, like, frazzled, so it keeps going... No, but you're wrong there, aren't you? It's so <laughs> disagreeing with me. Basically, just ignore anything I say in this podcast. <laughs> cool. So, so you'll you'll come to your senses about 4K tomorrow then. Good stuff. Right, moving on. Um. So, but Mark, did you were, were you done with Doctor Sleep or? I'm with Doctor Sleep, yeah. Uh, I, I'll watch it. I'm excited to make Flanagan film. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of The Shining. Um, I just it doesn't. It, it it doesn't connect with me to be honest. It never has done. It's too it's too stylized the style it has for me. It doesn't work. Not the film doesn't work. The film doesn't work for me. Funny. Okay, we'll probably discuss that further. I'm go I'm going to the um the Kubrick exhibition in the, the uh, Design Museum in London next month, and um I'm very very vocal. The Shining is the thing that I kind of want to see stuff from, but I've got a feeling it's going to be more of his like more heavily production designed stuff yeah um but you know we'll we'll see but um yeah we have swatch a carpet or something like that. Yeah. yeah no it, yeah quite yeah right. um right, yeah. 
but we'll see. I'm going to take lots of photos as long as I'm allowed to take photos. Anyway, um, so let's move on. We got to pit him, honey. I got to what? And what you do is you hit their back bumper and he'll just spin out. I can't do that. I can't. You got this. He's a Formula One race car driver. Come on. This is our adventure. Go for it. I love you, that was sweet. Okay, here we go. He didn't spin. He didn't spin. We just gotta take him out. Take him out. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Murder Mystery is directed by Kyle Newichek and stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, Luke Evans, Gemma Arterton, um, and plenty of other folks, to be fair. So, so, Murder Mystery is the story of a couple played by Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston who go on a, a very long delayed honeymoon. And um, as they are flying out, they meet uh, Charles Cavendish, played by Luke Evans, who, for some reason, invites them onto his father's yacht uh, to um, for a family uncle. gathering. Sorry? Mm-hmm. Oh, his uncles. His uncles. It is his uncle, isn't it? Yeah, it's his uncle. Yeah. Um, played in a kind of a one scene cameo by Terence Stamp. Um, the uncle is murdered. And um, Sandler and Aniston are basically um, uh, thrust into the spotlight as the prime suspects. And they have to kind of prove that they did not do it and to find out who did. So this is um, Sandler's first one in a little while for Netflix. It kind of feels like there has been a gap. Yeah, there has been a little bit of a gap. I think this this is the the first one of a new deal, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. The original deal was an eight-picture deal. Um, eight-picture. for That sounds like such a fucking phrase when you're talking about Adam Sandler Netflix films. But uh, an eight-film deal, which, um, yeah. I think, was Sandy Wexler the last one? Uh, I think he's, uh, no, uh, the week of was the last one. Oh, God, that was a while ago, eh? Uh, but I think actually the last official one was his uh, stand-up one that he did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Um, and this is going to be interesting. Becky, what did you think of Murder Mystery? Can I just, before you say something quickly, I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm just going to, I need to add something in just quickly. Uh, this has been the most successful Netflix uh, release ever. It has been the most watched within its first um, weekend of uh, release of any film that watched by over 30 million. Watched not, not watched by over 30 million. What is it? This has been watched more than 30 million times. It's watched by 30 million use, uh, users so far just over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. I have a theory behind that that I'll come to later. Okay. Okay. 
I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to, to be honest. I, I was very anti watching this movie. Adam Sandler's Netflix offerings did not exactly impress. Um, but Jennifer Aniston being in it was the thing that made me actually consider it. And then the trailer was fine. And watching it, it's actually, it's actually really fucking good. It's really funny. Well, it's not really fucking good. It's really funny. There's bits of it that you had to pause it at one point, didn't you? Because I was laughing about Jennifer Aniston saying that someone had stolen a peanut M&M. Yeah. It's just the delivery. She's a great comedic actress. Yeah, she 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 is one of the the great underrated comedic actresses. No, and it and it. I said to you when we watched present, it, it feels like a Goldie Hawn esque role. It does feel like a Goldie Hawn role. Um, yeah. and to have her sort of filling those roles, she's great at it. Um, she's quite horny. You are. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, I, I, it, it's the story's not. It's not clever to the point where it's gonna, you know, it's not. It's not trying to make out like it's more clever than you are, but it's it's clever enough to keep you interested. And yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Good. Very, very, very good, Mark. Weirdly, I think I maybe enjoyed it a little bit less than Becky. <laughs> um, it's you you like dumb shit comedy though, so maybe with it being a bit better than we were expecting, like that's why you didn't like it. it, it... <sighs> right now we praise Netflix a lot, so I feel like I'm all right saying this. There's the certain the Netflix comedies and stuff like that. And I don't know whether it's to do with the director, because it's by the same guy who directed Game Over Man, um, and but the, I always seem to notice the absence of any score in these movies. Mm. Like they always feel like they they always feel a little bit. I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's and it's especially the Sandler ones. Like they've gone right. We've got a budget of X amount per one, and he's gone right. But anything we are under that, I get. So we're not having a score in it. And we're not going to do this. And we're not going to do this. And we're going to hire people I know. And it just seems that there's a lot of that. It's... Jennifer Aniston is is very good. Like you say, she's... Her comment delivery is great. Luke Evans is having a lot of fun. Mm. Um, Gemma Aniston is having a lot of fun. Uh, even David Williams, who I normally... Yeah, he was great. Some mate, I thought he was quite good because he was turned a little bit down. I was on uni briefly. Um, yeah. And they were all great, but I, I, it, it did still feel a little bit like Sandler is phoning these in still. Oh yeah, I don't want to impress with him um, at all. And the weird thing is, the what's it one? Uh, which one was all right? The do-over was quite a decent one. I, I, yeah. I tranche that he's done um i don't think i watched that one that was that that was like a, a really quite an amusing watch um but i think this is you maybe could have got more out of this uh had it been a different actor other than sandler yeah i think he's he's funny in it because she plays off him well and they have quite a good chemistry um as a, a, a as a duo but he does seem quite lazy, and he's, he doesn't seem to have that many jokes in this. Yeah. 
No, there's, there's jokes. There, yeah, there's jokes at his expense, like he can't shoot. Yeah. But then when he gets a punchline to go over that, the punchline seems to fall a little bit flat. He, he, he seems like an actor that's lost that comedic kind of edge. And I think that part of that is the ability to put in attention. He, he does seem a little bit like, turn up, do it. See, he was funny once, wasn't he? He was funny for a, a good number of years, yeah. yeah. Um, Not anymore. No. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a, a good time with it. It, it does what a, a comedy of this ilk should do. It, it um, gets in, gets its shit told, and then gets the fuck out. Um, and it keeps a, a steady stream of laughs going. <laughs> the race car driver was funny. The race car driver was very funny, yes. Um, I, I will say, however... I do have a minor issue with it, with the race car driver thing. Mm. I do think it would be better if, if, if he didn't turn out to be the bad guy and it didn't turn out that he could speak English all along. Those jokes would have been better had that just been all the English he could do and he was just essentially just a little side character that just said these random things that was quite funny. Yeah. Whereas it became, it, it, it kind of takes the edge away of those jokes a little bit. Yeah, it does when you know the outcome of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, Ian, what did you think? Uh, it probably be my surprise of the year at year's end, to be honest. Oh, um, good. I had a fucking blast with it. I really, really, really enjoyed this. And I wasn't expecting to. It just It's a cast that know exactly what they're in. Yeah. Just kind of having fun. And I mean, I definitely think there's an argument for... Hey, Luke Evans, do you want to be in the new Netflix Sandler film? Fuck no. We're shooting in these locations. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Why not? That sounds like a fun treat. You know, I mean, it, it's, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it is a really odd one, Luke Evans, in this. He does a lot of, like, little roles in things where he's not in things. Like, Ma, for instance, he does a lot of, like, little ones like that. But, this one's a weird one. Like him and him and Jenna Arterton as well. Um, you know, like she doesn't pop up in much these days. Um, and and to be fair, I think she kind of does a lot of like social activism type uh, type of work. Um, so to see her pop in uh, up in this is um rather mad. But um, also Adil Akhtar, I think his name is. Um, he was in Four Lions. He plays the Maharaja. Yeah. Fucking big fan of him. I mean, it's. I, it, it is a kind of a one note role, but I thought he played that role very, very well. And it just, it made just the, the way at the start that he's fucking with them by making them bow three times and he just starts pissing himself. <laughs> like that was, yeah, you know, that was fucking solid. Um, I mean, it, it looks good. It's shot by Amir Mokri who shoots Michael Bay's films. <laughs> So, um, you know, it's it's got a good classy look to it. Like you said, it gets in and out and gets its shit done. Um, and I, I, I like how knowing it is as well. I mean, it's written by James Vanderbilt, who wrote Zodiac, for fuck's sake. Can um, I also just point out, though, if you look at his, yeah. his slate of films he's yeah, written, Zodiac is the one that stands out. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, didn't he like write or co-write White House Down? White House Down, The Amazing Spider-Man, Basic, Darkness Falls, The Meg, Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But 
that and that, absolutely but he, he he also wrote zodiac mark I just, zodiac, which, is, which is mental the guy who wrote all of those thoroughly mediocre movies but it's not bad it's, it's very one it's, it's good it's not good it's not uh yeah it is mental that he wrote zodiac because zodiac is ridiculously good yeah quite and uh, but I mean, it, it, it's having fun with the genre. I like the conversations that they have. I, you know, the whole kind of like the Butler did it thing. Like, I just, I, I love that. I like you hear a name at the start, and I just didn't fucking crack onto that at all. And I've, I, I feel dumb for it, but at the same time, it's knowing and it's just fun. Um, yeah, I like them like sat in the bar uh, when they're on the TV. And they're just chatting to the barman about it. They don't just like quickly run out. They're chatting to the barman about how they didn't do it. <laughs> and still finishing their drinks. Oh, I, and just the, the, the way the, I don't know, the, the way the barman's just going on and on about the um, failed his detective exam stuff. And he's just like, well, now you're just improvising. You know, it's just, I, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's fun. Just the bit, the car chase bit with the two goats. I don't know why, but that really made me laugh. Just like, goat! Second goat! <laughs> well, you really love goats. I, I don't know. It just, it, it's, I was, sat, to be honest, I watched most of this sat on a beach in the shade because that's how I like my beach life. And I, on my phone, and just giggled to myself consistently throughout while a couple looked at me, oftentimes, obviously wondering what the fuck is that man doing it, the thing is that, that that sounds like a, a kind of almost like a perfect environment to watch this type of film that, this, that, that was exactly it i think that might have artificially bumped it up but that that, that makes sense you know that the, the the kind of atmosphere of how you watch films sometimes can add to it you know it, it's the the whole thing of, of that kind of thing and if it does if it does help add to it then then, then great but i'm really glad you had a really good time with this and also, tangent, fragrance review, Louis Vuitton Sun Song, right? Costs over £200 for a bottle. I didn't spend £200. I spent a tenner on a two milliliter sample, right? And I don't know whether they water the samples down or anything, but you can barely fucking smell the thing. That fragrance can fuck off. Anyway, um... Tom Ford Noir Extreme for the win. By the way, how is the Tom Ford Noir? Oh, oh. I, I wore it and went out a couple of, about a week or so, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, I, I kind of commented to you, didn't I, about halfway through the night. I'm getting some weird looks off people today. Everyone's been like really chatty and really, is there something going on? And we couldn't work it out. And I literally turned to you, didn't I, Bex, and went, oh my God, Ian's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I've got I've put some Ford Noir on, and literally any time we go up to the bar, a barman or a barman is being really fucking nice to me. Um, and yeah, so it's going very well, isn't it? Yes. I, it's people. People are thirsty for me. You you try Noir Extreme? I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I wear that shit pretty much every day, son. I don't. I I, I don't think I could. I don't think I'm, I'm ready for the rapings. No. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, fucking yes. Tom Ford life. Hashtag. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I almost spent 160 pound on a Tom Ford wallet the other day because it was half price. 
Don't do it. I'm considering it. Anyway, um, yeah. So murder mystery. It just it's fun. It's, yeah, it, it's, it, it's just a great deal of fun. It's a really good time. It, it's having a good time itself. It's not taking itself too seriously. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, I like the little ending that sets up a possible uh, sequel. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. That film, I would watch the fuck out of. What? Where they're, 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 getting a, they're on a train and it pans down. Oh, it's different. Yes, yeah. 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 Murder Mystery on the Orient Express. Yeah. Netflix, take my money. Yeah, you know that that is literally happening as well. But, like, that's so... Oh, that'd be great. doesn't matter. It's been done several times, so you can do it again. The smoke but, rings from the detective. Yeah, that was funny. But just have it that they are determined to prove that everybody did it. And then just things conspire throughout the whole thing that suggest that it not... It's not that everybody did it, and then at the end everybody did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I could see that been a, a good one that one. Oh shit, man. That that creeped me. What? The peanut M&M's. The peanut M&M's. Joe, you really got that really got you in there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, the um, I wanted to see if they tasted difference in France. No, it was it was it was Jennifer What is it? Um, uh, of. Don't you think someone's been in the room? Wait, six was in the room. Oh, I bet they took my peanut M&M's. Something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just the way that she does it, just like the, 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 the thinking about a murder and she's like, oh, my fucking peanut M&M's. It just, it just made me giggle. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, definitely not shit. Good on them. Yeah, yeah de- definitely, definitely not, not shit. shit. Uh, our poll, however. <laughs> definitely not shit, 22%. Touching cloth, 22%. Shit, 44%. Oh. And Geostorm, 12%. How many votes? Uh, 14, I think it was. We need to get more votes on these fucking things. God damn it, people. Yeah, fuck you bitches. I mean, 14 is actually pretty good for us. Don't get me wrong. But I want I want at least 30. Yeah. And well, then I want more. You need to stop calling people bitches today. Why? But they love it. That's, that's, we've, seven years we've called people bitches <laughs> if they're not going to bloody contribute to the bloody Patreon they can at least vote on a Twitter poll yeah you fucks fuckers did you call yourself a bitch or did Ian call you a bitch I called myself a bitch right, okay. uh, yeah that doesn't, that doesn't sound like me does it calling Mark a bitch to be no, fair I didn't think it would be you but like, yeah. it's just the way that you phrased it Talking about himself in third person. I'll talk about myself in third person a lot. Yes. Mark's allowed to do that. Is, that, is, is he? Mark is. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Right. Um, I am going to go for a wee uh, because I'm me. And uh, Mark and Becky are going to talk. That's so fucking weird. Jordan on the WhatsApp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. Is Jordan listening to us? He's just what's up to us. 30.1 million accounts watched Murder Mystery in three days. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, literally, as we've just been doing that review. That is weird. That's quite odd. Anyway, um, Mark and Becky are going to 
maybe argue amongst themselves. I don't know. There's a weird vibe today. And <laughs> I, I kind of think I contributed it to it with the, the 4K talk. So I apologize. But okay. <laughs> sorry. You and your bloody 4K. All right. Well, all right. Becky, steady on. <laughs> um, and I'll be back in a sec. Uh, talk about some what we watched and I'll try and listen when I'm back. Well, I've watched quite a bit separate from you, so we'll do the ones that we watched together first, and I'll do the ones there. Right, okay, yeah. So, uh, Molly's Game, Becky. Now, me and Ian obviously reviewed this when we when it was out. Out, out. Um, so, uh, what did you out. think? Or out, out. Out, out. Out, out. What did you think? I actually really quite like this, which surprised me, because I don't really like Jessica Chastain. I think she's really overrated. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't super keen for this when it came out. I wasn't bothered about seeing it. Um, also, your obsession with ginger ladies in films made me hate her even more. Um, but like a fiery redhead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it's really good actually. I was I was really quite shocked at how good it was. It is. It is cracking me. It's really good on second watch. My worry. But if you sit and you read the synopsis, it sounds kind of shit. I think it sounds great. It sounds kind of boring. But it's actually yeah, it's good. Um. The yeah, the thing is, I was a little bit worried about a rewatch of it uh, because yeah. it's it's two hours twenty long, and so you know, knowing the story, having watched it before, two hours twenty is a it's a long film to watch. So I was a little bit worried about that, but it does absolutely fly by. And I think one of the a minor kind of crit, not I don't think it was as far as a criticism, but a bit that we meaning and both about it was the Idris Elba's big uh, monologue in it. Mm. Felt a little bit overegged, I mm. think we said before. But actually, on this watch, I thought, no, actually, it's perfectly pitched, actually. Yeah. And makes a lot more sense. I kind of got their relationship a little bit more in this watch than yeah. in the previous watch. I think he was quite good in it as well. He was a bit less, like, my criticism of Idris Elba is he's often just Idris Elba in different situations. He actually seemed more like a character it, in this. I think it's because it, he's not, often he plays. Um, quite an aggressive character yeah and when he's playing a more passive character here yeah I think that makes more more sense but yeah I'm quite well yeah she's I mean she's really good in it yeah I, I, I still think that she was uh, she should have at least received a um a nomination for performance it's, it's a very strong performance mm-hmm. um not a very strong female performance like that. It's, it's, it's a very strong performance and she is also a female uh yeah, yeah but I, I think it's that was a weird differentiation there, Mark. I just came into the conversation, but what what what, what I'm meaning is um, it's a strong it's a strong performance. Whoever it, she's pitched it, against, it's a strong female. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a woman playing a strong female performance where the character is objectively quite standoffish and he's a bit of a bitch and a bit of a twat and has all these flaws. Mm. And at no point does she doesn't have the big breakdown from it all. She continues that level of being a bit of a dick all the way through it. Where if you pitch up against something like Wolf of Wall Street, for instance, very different movies, but similar kind of morality characters. Um, he yeah, becomes. I mean, she has a really strong sense of morality. Like, like... But similar sort of morality in a sense that drug addicts know what they're doing is illegal. Etc. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I'm saying is, there he falls into it and goes off on it and doesn't even 
try to justify it. She knows exactly what she's doing and then knows the point of where we're wrong is, well, I started taking drugs. Mm. And that was it. I, I think it's it, that, that thought of meaning mm. by the strong female form, strong female character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, so there was that. Uh, what else did we watch, me and you? We watched the Rolling Thunder review, a Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. Yes, we did. That was a thing. It was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, interesting it, mix of um, fiction and documentary, I hear. Uh, it is, there's, yeah, apparently so. There's some stuff in it that's just bullshit. Yeah, there is some stuff in it that's, 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 that's a little bit nonsense, apparently. Yeah. Mm. Which they put in just because it's fucking why not. But then... I don't know, why, why make a documentary and then put fake stuff in? Because, um, because Martin Scorsese's comments on this were, who said it was a documentary? Well, then, why... It, 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 it is Rolling Thunder Review, a Bob Dylan story. Yeah, true. It's, it, 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 Martin Scorsese said, said, nobody has ever called this a documentary. Mm. Um, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, whether or not it'll get called a documentary when it wins Best Documentary at the Academy Awards <laughs> is different. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like there's probably enough interesting stuff that happens that we didn't need to. Anyway, go on. Because um, I'm a huge Martin Scorsese fan, and you're a Scorsese fan, but mm. not as huge Scorsese fan as myself. No. Uh, and you're a huge Bob Dylan fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Bob Dylan fan, but not as big a Bob Dylan fan as yourself. Mm. So it's kind of like that was a kind of nice meeting there, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there was, um, but it's. If you don't like Dylan's music, oh, you, you, you won't like it. Yeah. It, there's no point in watching it. No. Um, because there's a lot of, of clips. There's a lot of clips. The clips are fantastic. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. Um, it, it, and it's it's got some kind of like odd little cameos from people like um, Sam Shepard in there and Sharon Stone and stuff like that. That's quite interesting. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. But that's because a lot of it was just live music clips. Yeah, the, the Dylan performance bits are, are fantastic. So, yeah. He's got a, a very certain energy in it. Uh, there's a lot of bourgeois nonsense, a lot of it brought yeah. by uh, Allen Ginsberg. Yeah. Uh, it brings a lot of the, the, what is it, a lot of people who are clearly just off their fucking face. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. The Patty Smith bit. I, I almost was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Exactly. Whereas I quite like Patty Smith. So, yeah. There's an opening bit um, it, within the first five minutes yeah. where Patty Smith is doing essentially like a performance art bit to start a song yeah. where she's telling a story. But it is, when it, it it's kind of a make or break. If you can get through that, you're going to be all right. Yeah. If you can't get through that, then far, then fair enough. That is easily the most cringy bit. It is the most cringy bit, and it is the most bourgeoisy bit. Yeah. But there's also a mix of characters that are just fucking knobheads. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, I find it mind blowing that they've allowed themselves to be like portrayed in that way, really. Like, uh, allow themselves to be filmed yeah. being like that. But I, I do think it is just people who don't understand it. It, yeah. it. it does also give you a greater appreciation of just how. I think people maybe nowadays don't quite understand how big an artist Dylan was mm. uh, at, the, at a point. 
you know, I think that, that there's an underappreciation of, of Dylan a little bit and how important he was and how he was he was like the biggest musician in the world for a good number of years. It's weird watching him interact with people though, like the the the, the sort of sycophantic way people treated him. Yeah, which which is referenced so often in, yeah. in the film. But then the fact that he literally has a dis has a, a deep disdain for the, the guy who's directing who because the the guy who's direct who is shooting the footage that you get is supposedly directing a film. Yeah. And Dylan fucking doesn't like him, it's quite clear. Yeah. But Dylan's hired him to shoot it, but refuses to fucking talk to him. He keeps asking him questions and he just keeps like looking at him like dead in the eye and then just fucking walking away. <laughs> just like... walking off, or at one point he puts a towel over him. <laughs> Shit like this. It's um, with Joan Baez and Ice as well, which obviously. But she comes across as a dick. <laughs> I think she just she just comes across as very like in what in as a young person or in the clips oh. I think in the ones now she's just like look it is what it is we were all kind of dickheads and it was a thing and we were traveling around yeah just fuck it it's Sam Shepard saying I don't really know why I was there but I was it's <laughs> <laughs> quite it's quite amusing but yeah it's it, it, if you like the, it, there's a lot of fun there the performances are are great. How long, How long is it? Is it? It's two and a bit hours long. That's mm. what puts uh, me off. That, that's, that, I, I can see why if, if you're not... In the, we had a great time with it. We, had, we watched it on Saturday night. Didn't we? Yeah, we were on Saturday night with a few beers. Just sort of chilled, didn't we? It was, yeah. it was good. Nice. Uh, what else we watched together? Was that it? I think that's it. I'll do my, I'll do my one that I watched on yep. my own. And then you regretted. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch is shit. <laughs> you re- before you watched Sucker Punch, yeah. you really liked Sucker Punch, didn't you? I shouldn't, I shouldn't have rewatched it. No, you shouldn't have. No. It's not really good, is it? It's crap. It's shit. Yeah. How's that on that one? Yeah. I'm not giving it any more fucking air time. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly run through mine then because I've watched a few. Sounds you. Um, when do you get the time? What? When do you get the time? Is it in, in all of the sort of spare time that I have that I spend watching Haunting of Hill House with Isabel? You watch yeah, films a little bit, yeah. Uh, I watched Let's Be Cops because me and Ian talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Fuck yeah. Uh, Let's Be Cops is a really fucking funny movie. It's mm-hmm. too long by about 20 minutes. Uh, it's 104 minutes. It shouldn't be 104 minutes. It should be 84 minutes. Yep. Uh, Keegan Michael Kerr is fantastic as a character called Pooper. <laughs> um, Nina Dobrev is. Uh, frankly just breathtakingly stunning in this movie um and it's really funny i like the fact that darren waynes keeps dancing i need to rewatch let's be cops and nina dobrev is the uh actress who had the uh, the immortal kumquat line from triple uh, x yeah. return of sander cage so she'll forever be in my heart yeah uh what else have i re- I, 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 I yeah i rewatched morning glory um because i like that film I like Morning Glory. Um, Rich Evans is adorable as a, as a screen presence. She's a really great comedic screen presence. Uh, Harrison Ford actually looks like he gives a shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually doing some acting rather than just turning up and grunting. Partially because his character's perform his character is somebody who just turns up and grunts. So there is that a little bit. Um, 
But yeah, that Morning Glory is it's just come back onto um, Amazon Prime actually. Um, and so yeah, I was like, right, yeah, I want to rewatch that. Um, it's it's an awful lot of fun. Um, and Jeff Goldblum in a really small role that you get the feeling he wouldn't do now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Goldblum, if he's going to turn up, he's going to fucking play these days. Yeah, that's it. Whereas this was a little bit more. This is before the gold balloon um, that's happened in recent years. Uh, uh, what have I got next? Uh, Love, and Other, uh, Love and Other Drugs. Uh, I've watched a lot of movies from 2010 for some reason. Mm. <laughs> Ample uh, nudity in that film. Ample uh, nudity. And there is ample nudity, and it is Hathaway nudity and Gyllenhaal's um, butt. So, yeah, I'm all for that. Uh, it, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. It's there's, 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 there's no Gyllen balls, are there? There's no Gyllen balls, no. Oh. There's frequent mentions of his penis, though. Uh, I think there is Josh Gadball. Uh, yeah, which nobody wants to see. Which yeah, just, everybody wants to see that in that film. Uh, references to that, yeah. Um, a weird one of the drugs because it's a, it's a comedy, it's a comedy, it's comedy, it's comedy, it's comedy, it's comedy, 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 and then all of a sudden for like twenty minutes in the middle, it becomes a not fucking comedy. It becomes a quite hard hitting critique of the medical profession, mm. <laughs> which is at that moment you can go. Ah, that's why Edwards Wick's doing this movie. Fair enough. That's why he's managed to get these people in this movie. Fair enough. Um, and at that point, you kind of go, do you know what? I'm, this is this has earned this little uh, this little bit here that it's got. Um, but yeah, other drugs again. I watched that on Amazon Prime. It, it's a really solid film, and uh, as Ian said, there's a lot of um, nudity in it as well, which always makes me happy. Man or woman. Well, I've always claimed there's not enough wanging movies nowadays. Um, and then today I watched uh, another 2010 movie for some reason. This is the one you advertised on our Instagram. It is indeed, yes. Right, okay. I watched Death at a Funeral, not the British one, the American remake, uh, which has a fucking cast, though. Listen to this. Yeah, it does. Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence, Danny Glover. Regina Hall, uh, Peter Dinklage, Tracy Morgan, James Marsden, Zoe Saldana, uh, Luke Wilson, Keith David, Kevin Hart, and Columbus Shaw. That is a fucking good cast. Yeah, it is. Um, I had a lot of fun with this. It's funny. I can't. I think I've seen the original, which was only like a couple of years before this, I think. Um, I think I've seen it, but I might not have, actually. Uh, it's 92 minutes long. It gets in, gets its shit done really fucking well. Everybody's in form. Uh, Tracy Morgan is great, playing a very Tracy Morgan character. Um, Martin Lawrence is the only one that's slightly off-kilter, but his character is supposed to be a little bit off-kilter. And James Marsden steals every scene he's in. Um, He's playing... uh, The the whole story is they're going to a funeral of... um, Martin Lawrence and Chris Rock's father. Um, and James Marsden is engaged to Zoe Saldana. Um, and she's the uh, niece of 
the guy whose funeral it is, but her dad hates James Marsden. Like, just can't stand him. Um, and he's really nervous about going, uh, and so takes a Valium provided by her brother, Columbus Short. Uh, but it turns out it's not actually Valium. That, that Valium. Valium, it's actually like a hallucinogenic, essentially acid mixed with acid. And for the entirety of the rest of the movie, which is most of it, because he takes that in the first two or three minutes, he is just tripping balls around the fucking funeral, uh, which ends up with him um, completely naked, playing a song using his, he's clicking it together and then slapping him for about a minute. Um, which is great. Um, him convinced that the coffin's uh, so he opens the coffin because he's convinced it's moving. Um, yeah, it's it's actually a, a, a good amount of fun. I actually quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah, fucking yeah. right. I remember liking the I, I remember liking the remake more than the original. Fair play. Yeah. Um, so that's that's it. That's that's everything else I've I've watched. I think. Um, shall I do my uh, what I watched and then we'll do the uh, Wolverine films? Yeah, go. Cool. <clears throat> so, uh, just bring up me list. Don't actually have that much by the looks of it. I talked about Aladdin. Um, actually, what the fuck do I have? That can't be it, surely. I swear there was something else. Hang on. No, I talked about Aladdin, so maybe I'm done. It's been a quiet one because I've been on holiday, and obviously the Wolverine films as well. Shit, man, is that all I've watched over the last... I feel like I'm missing something, guys. This is bothering me. <laughs> I have been checking your letterbox, and I don't think you have. No, I haven't updated it for a bit, but um, I could have sworn there was something else. I'm, I'm halfway through something, which I'm going to talk about next week. Um... Oh, fair enough. No, I think that was it. Wow. All right, then. I swear I'm fucking missing something. That's going to bother the shit out of me. But I'm going to be back on it in a big way next week, though. Um, I've got lots of shit I want to fucking watch and talk about. So um, never mind. All right. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm in a good flow of watching movies at the moment, so I'm going to have a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I noticed um, Juliet Naked, that Nick Hornby written film with Rose Byrne, Chris O'Dowd and Ethan Hawke is the 99p rental of the week on Amazon at the moment, uh, uh, iTunes at the moment. So I'm watching the fuck out of that this week. Yeah, Um, I might even be on um, Sky as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Nice. Um, That's really fucking bothering me. I swear I've seen something else and I'm forgetting it hang on sorry um just because this is doing my nut from a just remembering what i watched point of view come on come on netflix downloads nope fine all right i give up i'm halfway through kin which has got a score by mogwai which is the only reason why i'm watching it (laughs) and i'm kind of into it but we'll talk I'll, i'll talk more about that next week anyway That's enough, boys and girls. That's enough.
The X-Men have today done an incredibly brave thing. They have once again proved to humanity exactly why they need us, people like yourselves. The president sends his regards as well as his heartfelt gratitude. And as for myself, I've never been prouder. Enjoy yourselves. You certainly deserve it. In fact, you all do. No more class for the end of the day. Gene? You gave us quite a scare up there. How are you feeling? Uh, actually, I feel fine. Hank? Yeah. Would you take a look at Jean? Standard medical for anyone injured in the field. Thank you. You know, the president was almost sending his condolences. She should be dead. Thankfully, she's not. Uh, okay, so uh, I suppose it's probably the main event now, then. So this is... Um, X-Men Dark Phoenix, the directorial debut of uh, Simon Kinberg, um, who's kind of had a hand in these films for a while now. And yeah, it's uh, the Dream Grey thing from Last Stand, but again. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Um, and Jessica Chastain's in it for no fucking reason whatsoever. Like Chastain's in it. To literally look really uncomfortable walking in those shoes. She's awful in this. I mean, and again, it's like Oscar Isaac with Apocalypse. It's like, what actually drives these people to accept these gigs? Because Jessica Chastain does not, and like Oscar Isaac, does not strike me as the type of actor who kind of does whatever their agent says because they just want a paycheck. Mm. It's weird. Isn't it, though? And yes, it, it is a really weird bit. Of, it's not a weird bit of casting. She makes sense as the casting of that character. Her taking the role of that character makes zero sense. Like it, it feels. I don't know. It feels like a, a frankly, a lesser tier of actress should be playing that part. Like. Mm. She she is too good for the material. And I don't say that as like a snobby kind of guy. It's just like this, this screen. I mean, Christ, the only reason why I know this character's name is because one character says it in a subtitled line of dialogue. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't notice that. So I don't know what she's called. Like Vec, I think her name yes. is. Yes, she's called Vec, yeah. Book. Book, yeah. Book, sorry, there you go. And it's literally because it's a subtitled line once. Um, but I didn't hate this film. But, uh, Becky, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, was a, it was a good enough time. Um, it's just, it, like you say, it, it's last thing, it's last stand. But again, it, you know, it, we, we've had this with Jean going bad i mean obviously she's got the weird space shit inside her enhancing it but you know it just feels a little bit like rehashing it's it's not an interesting enough story to tell twice does that make sense yep yep um but yeah i just she the the the, the performance uh, uh, of Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. She's not a charismatic enough actress to put to carry a whole film either. Um she's she's so bland, she's so fucking bland as Jean Grey in this. 
Um, and yeah, I just, I, I struggled to care at all about what was going on, to be honest. Um, and I said to you as well after, didn't I? You know, there's the bit where they all go, where the, the, the bad guys go to kill her. Hmm. And then Charles turns up and he's like, no, 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 don't cause a scene because, you know, then we'll just be the violent mutants having a fight in the street and trying to kill each other. Yeah. And then literally, Scott like uses these laser beam eyeballs to just fry loads of shit. Like, yeah, granted the beasts jumping on cars and stuff, but that's a little bit less. They could like, literally they could have just explained that and gone, oh, Hank got shit faced again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas, like laser beams, not so much. Yeah, no laser beams. That's not Scott didn't get shit faced. Um, yeah. Can you imagine if he did though? Can you imagine if he was just like really tired one day and forgot he was supposed to wear those glasses all the time? Like, took his glasses off and like, oh, that really shit day and just fried everything. Yeah, I bet it's happened a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just a, it's an odd one for me. Like, it, it's a good enough time to sit and watch, but it's it's not good. Fair enough. That's quite damning. <laughs> yeah. Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, but it is, um, for the start of, and I've said it a lot while I've been talking about this, Jean Grey's not an interesting character no. for me, anyway. I just don't think there's, there's a lot there. Um, Sophie Turner is not an interesting, charismatic screen presence, and literally every time she talked in this movie, the noise in my head was just making, instead of listening to her speak, was just Quite the noise nice. going, Wow! <laughs> All of the time, it was like Jesus fucking Christ. It, she, she was the most emo-y of emoiness <laughs> in the post-emo age going. Um, however, the most interesting bit for me, to be fair, sorry, just to just to interject, because I completely forgot about it. Was I, I, I'd have liked to have sort of spent a little bit more time exploring um, Eric's weird little commune that he's got. Mm. I'd live there. It looks cool. Okay. Yeah. I actually really quite enjoyed everything else other than her in the film. <laughs> Which, I know, it's called Dark Phoenix, and she is the Dark Phoenix, so it was quite a lot of it. But I really enjoyed all the other bits of the fact that you've got, essentially, you've got Magneto again being on a fucking revenge mission um, yeah. and going for that. You've got McAvoy, uh, Professor X, essentially now still being an alcoholic that nobody seems to want to point out. Uh, but oh, can I just say before I forget that glass smash where Beast smashes that glass? Yeah, that glass was like the most instant break glass of all time. Like I don't know, like that was that thing blew up. <laughs> it, it shattered to fuck. Yeah, yeah, shattered to fuck is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I like the fact that that literally what what happens in this is Hank basically points out what everybody's been watching for like nine movies that is you're an egotistical prick yeah the the hank charles interactions post raven dying were, were good yeah well i thought i thought um uh, the kind of like the hero of the movie a little bit was um was um what's it because Holt. yeah I think he's, he's very good in this he seems to have he seems to be the one who's bedded into his character and actually wants to be in this the most um mm. whereas um again 
Jennifer Lawrence does seem like she was right. Can we kill me off really early? Yeah. In this, because <laughs> uh, I just I know we're not gonna make another one, but I, I definitely don't want to make another one. Not realizing that dying in these films doesn't matter. It's you can nothing. still be in another one. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with the rest of it around it, the kind of chasing them down kind of element of it, and the whole everybody wants to kill her, but then everyone kind of also wants to save her as well, and the, <laughs> the juxtaposition of that. I actually also think the action is the best it's been for a couple of movies, uh, in terms of the direction of it, is actually quite good. Uh, the whole train sequence was actually quite well done. Um, and I thought that I, I was... I, I, with it being a first director, it's weird a, 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 a director manager make his first ever movie and it costs $200 million is a bit fucking weird. But he's actually it's actually quite a well-directed movie, I thought. Uh, Ian, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an interesting one because I don't think anybody actually had to come back. I don't think there was contractual obligation for this. Um which, which I think is because Simon Kinberg is well liked. Mm. Um, you know, he's he, he's been involved in these films for a while. He, along with some of the producers and whatnot, were apparently very hands on with Days and Future, Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. Whenever Brian Singer would decide to go walkies, um, and I, it was almost like they 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 came back because he wrote and directed this. Um, and even though, I mean, like he wrote, he co-wrote X-Men Last Stand as well. So it's like it's the second time around he's had a crack at Jean Grey, which is bizarre. Um, but I think it's a directorial debut. It's perfectly good. Um, yeah. I mean, the the ending is, again, rather CG heavy. And apparently the ending was reshot as well because uh, the original uh, third act had some sim- too many similarities to Captain Marvel, apparently, which is interesting. Um but yeah, it, I, 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 I think that he's obviously got a story that he wants to tell here. And it's not all about Jean because it's also about like uh, Xavier's kind of treatment of Jean. And I think that the stuff it's got to say about like, like almost like PTSD and like repressed memory and what guilt can do to people o- over the decades is really well handled and like like you said mark it's like it's the one film that actually really calls professor x out on his shit um and that and that's interesting because mcavoy has always played it as quite a kind of a complicated like ego could get to him i mean like days of future past you got the whole kind of almost like drug addict nature to him there and then yeah we there is there is there is that element of there's a scene in the future past where he's he's essentially shooting the serum and it 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 he points to me saying this guy's basically like a heroin addict yeah yeah exactly um and yeah in apocalypse he's kind of back to just being the mentor again but then in this it's like it's doing some interesting stuff there i also think the film benefits from a fucking banging score from hans zimmer um which it's just again it's like the henry jackman score in x-men first class it's its own thing and it kind of makes this film have its own identity i think um yeah i i thought it was interesting i mean yes mystique getting killed off is obviously jennifer lawrence saying yeah i'll come back but 
I only want to be in like a third of this film. I mean, like to be fair, Fassbender does not turn up until essentially the second half. Um, I mean, he's a, he's, he's a predominant part of it once that does happen. But I mean, like Mystique, is, it, it's after Mystique dies that he comes into it, isn't it? Yeah. Because like Jean Grey goes off to, yeah, Jean Grey goes off to Magneto Island. Um, and that's a spin-off series I want to see, by the way. Yeah, um, I think fantastic. Because at first I'm thinking, what's this island? How have they got a fucking ship on this island? They're like, ah, it's Magneto, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, quite. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think Sophie Turner is fine. Um, you know, I, I think she, she doesn't seem to have an awful lot of range. And I think maybe if they bedded in the character for a, a, one more film before they went Dark Phoenix, that maybe could have helped. To, like, I just Jean Grey doesn't seem to be that particularly an interesting a character. Um, but again, I really like Cody Smith McPhee. Um, I thought Ty Sheridan was all right. Um, and yeah, Nick, Nick, Nicholas Holt, you, you're right, actually. He's really, really fucking good in this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It just. He's a sorry? very handsome man, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Who? Got Nicholas Holt. Yes. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it, I, I think this film's getting a really, really rough ride. I mean, it's the worst opening of any X Men film ever. Apparently, they're already saying that it's probably going to lose Disney about $100 million. Um, and and I, it's it's weird because it does feel like yesterday's superhero film. Um, yeah. And I think I think X-Men Apocalypse kind of did as well, to be fair. And that film didn't do too well, well worldwide. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it it does feel like these films have kind of had their time. But at the same time, if they did the MCU ones with McAvoy as Professor X, with Nicholas Holt as, as Beast, with Fassbender as Magneto, they won't. But if they did, that would be great. Yeah. 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 No. I, yeah. It's. I could see that. I've watched that. They like said the war do it, but it would be fun. There's 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 not going to be any X Men films for fucking years now. Like they 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 are going to take a long break before they come back. Yeah, I think it, the, 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 it's like they can't actually make one. They can't actually introduce them at the MCU for three years, is it? Nah, they, no, I I doubt it. Like they've got they've got the fucking rights. Yeah, I, I'm sure I read something that's saying that. Um, that there was some little fucking what is it that said that they or uh, might have been that um, Kevin Feige said they wouldn't be or something like that. Yeah, I mean it, it makes no sense. It's like if you're in like if you're going to be in phase four of the MCU now, it kind of feels like leave them until phase five. I think you need to tr- trim the herd a bit. Um, because you know X Men, there could be a lot of characters there, and then if you're looking to kind of like build up to another Avengers esque thing with a bunch of X-Men and Spider-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel and Black Panther and all these guys. It, like, that's a lot. Also, well, I think they've got they've got to be careful because I mean, they've already had Quicksilver's look out to use him. Yeah, they've killed him off, haven't they? Because they've, they've, they've used him and done that. I, I just, I, I think it'd be a huge mistake to try and do, to incorporate a version of Wolverine into it because Hugh Jackman is so synonymous now as Wolverine. Mm that it would be a, a bit of a mistake. Mm. So they've got, they do have a lot more to pick from, but 
you know, they've already said, look, we're still going to keep doing the the Deadpool movies as a side, what is it? And I think there's another, at least two of those coming. Um, I know Ryan Reynolds said that, that he thinks another two, a Deadpool 3 and an X-Force movie would kind of nicely round that character off. Um, so, and I think with that, it, it's going to kind of be as long as Ryan Reynolds wants to do it, they'll do it. But I can't see him wanting to do it for another 10 years. No, mm. no. Um, he, he'll want to do that he'll want it to go out on top rather than go out going shit so we spent 150 million and it, 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 nobody went to see it I can't see him wanting that from it yeah. Um, but yeah I, I think the, the the ending of this was very nice it, it did round it off very well I, I fucking love that last scene. I really, really like that last scene where it's just like <laughs> Professor X and Magneto are at peace they're going to go to Magneto Island and they're going to have a fucking great time. Like the drinking those two are going to do on Magneto Island. <laughs> yeah. But even, even Hank taking over the school. Yeah. Was, you know, was great. Um, I, I do question Storm's ability to teach about weather cycles and things like that to the children when she's just a street kid from the Middle East. <laughs> um like a movie ago. Mate, Wolverine's <laughs> supposed to be a history teacher at the end of Days of Future Past. You know, some of this shit just doesn't make sense. It, it, it's a bit of an odd one, that one. But, you know... And he probably lived it. Though, he's right? lived it, which is why I've given it to him. But he was drunk for a lot of it. Um, and at war. So he's going to teach him about a lot of the wars. But he did have his memory wiped as well. So oh, yeah. how much of that he can remember, mm-hmm. who can say? But, yeah, that was a little bit like... So, basically... You, you will be a teacher if your powers vaguely relate to something. Yeah. Yeah. So had Pyro not become, you know, a frat boy douchebag, he'd have been teaching him about, I don't know, chemistry, chemistry and yeah. shit like that, you know. Combustion engines, all shit like that. Iceman will be a professional <laughs> figure skater. Yeah. Quicksilver, he can teach track. Yeah, he, he, he just teaches track. But like, just run really quick. We can't do that. That's not our power. Yeah. Well, my work here is done. Oh, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did, the, yeah, the end scene is, is is very nice and ties it up quite nicely. It's a good way to to end this. She's dead essentially, isn't she? Who? Jean. Well, no, she's like she, the phoenix is flying above it. Yeah, but she's end. not like Jean, is she? She's just like. We don't. Who can say? Who can say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 actually definitely not shit on it. I'm definitely not shit. Um, I I I think it has been, like you say, um, unfairly maligned. Really, I don't get what people's fucking problem is with it. And I I know Noel's going to see it tonight, and I bet he has a I I bet he get take has a kick out of it. Yeah, it 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 is a little bit like, yeah, it's not Endgame, it's not Infinity War. That's what people have come to expect from comic book movies. Wolverine films. Hmm. So some comments were made about X-Men Origins Wolverine in the Patreon special. Yeah. Which um, I think uh, warrant further analysis. So X-Men Origins Wolverine, directed by Gavin Hood from 2008, I believe. Nine. Nine. 2009 uh 
A year after the Dark Knight seminal comic book movie, we get X-Men Origins Wolverine starring Hugh Jackman, um, Lynn Collins, who I swear was in this, was in John Carter and has never been in anything ever again. (laughs) She's not been near anything since. It's fucking weird how she was just in those two films and then just seemed to drop off. Um, and while we're talking, I'm going to look her up on IMDb, but uh, also Liev Schreiber, Dominic Monaghan, Ryan Reynolds, Will I Am. Ian, literally, <laughs> she did John Carter, a couple of other bits around that time, The Wolverine, and has made one film since. That's so fucking weird. How does that happen? You call her point, and she's in Rim of the World. Oh, that Netflix film. The Netflix film starring McG. Directed by McG. Wow. Okay. Um, like, what's that? that? Seriously, what's that about? Um, we need to look into this a bit more. So, I'm gonna watch that this week. Fuck it. What Rim of the World? Yeah. Yeah, it's been on my kind of to do list. And I'm not gonna read anything about it at all. I'm just gonna watch it. Okay, so she's got 48 credits and okay, so she is like actively working. It's just actively working in not a lot of like stuff that you would probably want to watch. Yeah. (laughs) But fair play, man. Her fucking her agent was doing her a solid back in the day. You know, six episodes of True Blood. That's not bad. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Blood Creek, the fucking Joel Schumacher, Michael Fassbender zombie film that no one talks about now. John Carter. And then one episode of Elementary, three episodes of Covert Affairs, a Mother Betrayed TV movie from 2015, Paul Richards' Almanac from 2016. You know, I just... Her agent obviously was just like, right, I'm going to charge her for 10 years' work in 2009. (laughs) <laughs> and so she gets she gets x-men origins she gets john carter because obviously like they probably shot that in 2010 came out in 2012 so you know and then the rest of the time he's just like look you got a disney film you got a marvel fox film i earned that 10 year advance you're gonna be in manhunter unabomber damn it and you're gonna fucking like it <laughs> So I expect her 10 year deal with her agent to expire shortly and either she'll never be in anything ever again or she's about to become the biggest actress of all time. (laughs) We shall see. see. So X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, It was the first in a mooted X-Men Origins series. Um, You've got Hugh Jackman exploring how Wolverine got started. Liev Schreiber's there um being all evil and yeah okay guys so i think you were both pretty consistent in what you thought judging by the comments on the patreon show so you both you you both talk and then i'm going to tell you why you're wrong uh well i'm not wrong um <laughs> well the thing is i remember going into this um when we watched a couple of weeks ago we watched it isn't it yeah, yeah um Going to be thinking, right, this is the one we need to get watched because we at the, at the time we we thought we were watching all of the Wolverine movies as well as the X-Men movies. Right, right this is one we've got to get in 
and get watched and get out of the fucking way. Um, and then within about 20 minutes, I was saying to Ubex, I'm actually kind of really enjoying this. Yeah. Um, and then after about an hour, we stopped to get grab a drink. I was like, I'm actually really enjoying this. And I think a lot of the shit bits have gone. And then by the time it finished, I was like, do you know what? I don't know what the fuck people's problem with that is. Um, and I still been saying, I don't know what the fuck people's problem with that is. Because now looking back on it, you can go, well, without that, we don't have Deadpool movies. Yeah. Without the Deadpool movies, we don't have Logan. Yeah. Um, so, thank you, X-Men Origins. I think is what we, everyone should be saying. <laughs> thank you for giving us Logan. Um, I think the action is. That's a good argument. Good. Yeah, I think the action is really fucking good. I like the the, the old history bits that, for instance, you liked uh, Ian in um, First Class. The Three Mile Island thing is solid. Yeah, the fact that you get that. I like the fact that you've got. Um, it's fucking dark. It's really quite dark. At one point, Victor is about to rape somebody. Yeah. In a 12A. Yeah. A 12A. And that is how they decide to prove, oh, Victor's gone off the fucking reservation. Oh, what is he killing those people? He's about to rape somebody. In a fucking 12A. Wouldn't happen now. What's the Three Mile Island thing? What? That you mentioned. What? What? I can only. You know the um the, the you know the alternate history like the blaming that nuclear disaster shit on mutants. Oh like, yeah. Well, no, the fact that like they're saying in this that it was done by mutants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I I just I got on with it really really quite well. To be honest, I thought I think it's it feels like a it doesn't feel like an origin origin story. Mm. It feels more we already knew who who Wolverine who was. It feels like they're going right, but we're gonna. It doesn't feel as I think because a lot of the origin stories we previously had recently or previously had are often kinds where you go, we know, we know Batman's parents got fucking shot. Yeah. We know Spider-Man got bit by a radioactive spider and his uncle died. We we know all these things. Stop fucking showing me it. <laughs> Whereas with this, you didn't know it as much. No. But we are feeling sorted though. I I really like you say it's 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 good to get an origin story that you don't you haven't seen thirteen thousand times before. You know it it. Um, it really surprised me actually I was expecting it to be fully shit um, the rape was a bit of a shocker yeah. it was the almost rape um, no I, I really really enjoyed it the, um, <laughs> the Deadpool bit like having not seen this before and then like watching Deadpool and the, the bits where they're making fun of the mute Deadpool and stuff and I'm like well, I know that's something to do with Wolverine, but I've not seen it myself, so it's quite nice to piece those bits together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's it is, it is quite brutal for a twelve day though. It is actually, yeah. It 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 it, it kind of gets yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of violence in it. 
it's very violent. It's yeah. very violent. Not as violent as Logan. We're not as bad as Logan. We'll come to that soon. God, it, it, why, why are we just wrong? Will I Am is in this movie. Will I Am is in this movie. Will I Am is in this movie, Ian. Right, right. yeah. Okay, fine. Um, so, I'll, I'll say the things that I liked, because I liked it more than I remembered it. I will say that. Liev Schreiber, I think, is very, very good. Um, I really like the way that he delivers a line. The whole kind of, like, why are you afraid of de- uh, death? You haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Is fucking brilliant. That, that's a great line. Um, I, I don't know. Like, uh, it just, it's so meh. It's aggressively meh. Yes, thanks to this film, we have Deadpool and Logan. Fair enough. But I just, I don't, I don't care. Ah, fucking, I'm finding it hard to explain. I mean, you've got the Wolverine. It's like, what are his origins? All right, he's pissed off that someone killed his girlfriend. All right, that's, that's fine. That's or that his brother killed his girlfriend. All right, that's that's good motivation, I suppose. So what we're going to do now, we're going to round up as many fucking side mutants as we possibly can. And they're all going to have one or two scenes just so we can potentially spin off films about them. I mean, how fucking bad did they want to fucking do some spin offs for Taylor Kitsch's Gambit? Oh, yeah, they, they really but they, they did for, for ages. And people, there was clamour for that movie as well. But what off yeah, the back of this? Yeah. 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 Was, I, I remember people saying, like, "When are we getting the Gambit movie?" For years. Yeah. But not specifically Taylor Kitsch's interpretation of Gambit. I think it was just more the idea of a Gambit film more than what I they mean, were doing it, with this film. Just had him Tatum get linked to it for a long time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, like he only recently got announced that it was cancelled because Rupert Wyatt was supposed to be doing it for the longest fucking time. Mm. Um, and I think Doug Lyman was attached at one point as well. But I mean, that that's the thing. So you got. I don't know. You got like Will I Am pops up, and then Kevin Durand pops up, and then Taylor Kitsch pops up. You got Liev Schreiber in there every now and then. Um, I, I I don't know. It just feels like a film that is giving a very cursory origins of Wolverine kind of thing, but also just wants to shovel in as many other mutants as humanly possible. Your comment about the action, I don't get. I don't get. I I don't remember a single thing about the action in this film. I remember things from before and after. Helicopter. Hmm? They chop a big chimney in half as well. He jumps through a helicopter. Cool. What else does he do in this 100-minute film? He kicks a lot of ass. I, uh, I don't know. It just... He throws a trailer at his brother. There's the fight where they're both having to fight Deadpool on top of the uh, chimney thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, the, the back-to-back. Fuck yeah. off. I'm, I'm, I'm just... That whole nobody's going to kill you but me. And, uh, well, no. No. You can't call that not schlocky and then, what is it, defend the first two X-Men movies, though. But Liev Schreiber, all throughout, he almost raped a woman in the opening credits as you uh, 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 as you were uh, liking 
the yeah. fact that 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 nearly happened. <laughs> I would say it's a ballsy move. <laughs> I'm as sorry, I know, I know, I know, I'm messing, but um, uh, but no, I mean, and then suddenly it's pulling him up and saying nobody kills you but me. I, I just, I'm, and then back, it's the back to back that gets me, and it's sudden, you know, I just n- no. Um, Stuff. Oh, it makes sense. No, I mean, for, yes, from a combat point, it it makes sense. Yes, but but you know, you know, they're trying to say like back to back, like fighting to, together. I just, I, I'm, I'm not buying it. Um, the fact that Danny Houston is convinced at the end that the adamantium bullet will make him forget his memories. I'm sorry. I know it's been much derided, but that is the dumbest fucking thing. The way the adamantium bullet is dealt with in Logan. Yeah. You know, and it means something here. It's just a fucking plot device so that he doesn't remember any of this shit. I, I just, it's, it, it's the dumbest fucking thing. I, what I will say there, yeah, fair enough. I can, I can kind of agree with that. If, if, right, the other use for the adamantium wasn't to inject it into a man who has bone claws body <laughs> so that he can literally become made of adamantium. Yeah, but that's that's a thing that's been established in comic canon for decades. And it's it's an accepted thing. I don't think adamantium bullet wipes out his memories in, in you know, it is yeah, I feel like if they were like, this will be the only thing that will kill him. And then it just happened to not kill him and he lost his memory. There, yeah. there you go. There you go. That's a fair enough, but I'd still think that it's a, in the whole fucking ream of all the X-Men movies, you can pull away a lot of fucking other yeah. shit as well. If you want to. Yeah, you can. Yeah. It's, I just, I think this movie is, 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 is very it, it almost feels like people enjoy shitting on it and it's like when you go back and watch them all you can go hang on a minute the first two are pretty and uh, everyone accepts that last stand's shit mm. but then you both kind of enjoyed it mm. um, yeah, yeah i mean I, I i just just to make clear i don't hate x-men origins wolverine but i also would not say that this is a good film I, I think it is. I will caveat that with I'm an idiot. So. Well, I'm not an idiot. I, I think it's good. It's, that's it's, it's entertaining. It's It does what it's meant to do. It's not supposed to be a fucking massive think piece. It's now, it's now a film that I think I am at the point now where I will defend to people. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, and, and, and absolutely fair enough. I just. I, I, me, I can't say it's a good film. I think it's dumb as shit. And I mean, like X Men, yeah. I mean, I said it looks like it's made for TV. I'm not a massive, massive fan of the first X Men film, but I also, to be fair, the 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 twist in the tale that they're after Anna Paquin, not Hugh Jackman. I enjoy that shit, you know. But it's a TV pilot. This also feels like a TV pilot to me. It yeah. look it looks like it. It all looks so fucking stagey that I I, I mean Gavin Gavin Hood. I mean uh, fair play he tried. I think he made a better job at Ender's Game than he did X Men Origins Wolverine, and no one talks about that fucking film anymore. Oh, um, Ender's Game. I literally forgot it existed before you said it then. That I you know I mean say what you want about the the author of that that film uh, is a decent time. Um, 
X-Men Origins Wolverine, I just, it, it feels like a film that was made for the wrong reasons, even though I don't think Hugh Jackman was making it for the wrong reasons. And I think Liev Schreiber was good casting. Um, what, I mean, what they did with Deadpool would annoy me more if, if I was a comic book fan. It, but to be fair, his his scene early on, he's quite entertaining and I could have done with more of that. And I'm glad that we did get more of that. And if this film, well, no, this film is to thank for it, then great. I can also see how fans of the character would be fucking pissed off with what they did to him in this. Oh, I, 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 remember, I remember being pissed off at the time and thinking, this is fucking bullshit. But now we have the Deadpool movies and we can go back to it and like the, the bit where... He- you walk in the room and he's doing the, the, the sword and it's going like that. And then you watch that. And, and part of the reason I was enjoying it is you're watching that going, ah, they riff on this in Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit like that. Yeah. So it, it's almost, if you put Deadpool into the canon of these movies, which, um, is. which it, it, it is, um, if you then take that and you also take sort of, for instance, I'm going to fucking throw a really fucking wild... Uh, I'm clutching a little bit with this one, but I'm going to roll with it. Okay. Um, so, for instance, um, we both said, and Mike said over WhatsApp, that was chatting to him the other day, that uh, Age of Ultron makes a lot more sense now than it did at the time. Yeah. Because you've got the movies that have preceded it. Yeah. So, there you've got that. We succeeded. Succeeded. succeeded yeah. Sorry, yeah. succeeded, yes. Um, uh, but then, with this, I think because you've got the movies that have succeeded it, this makes a little bit more sense as well. I think it makes it more enjoyable because you, you, there's a novelty of going, oh, that's what that's referencing. Yeah. And stuff. So I enjoyed that. I, I, I will say, yeah. this is the longest anyone's talked about X-Men Origins <laughs> Wolverine <laughs> since it came out. I just, I don't, I don't get the hate for it, to be perfectly honest at all. I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it a lot more than most of the other X-Men movies. People don't like Joy Becky. No. I, I don't I don't hate the film. I just I feel it's got a it, much better sense of its own identity than a lot of the X-Men movies that try to be like really deep and shit and forget that they're movies about mutants. Um I I just I think this this film was made for the wrong reasons apart from Hugh Jackman's feelings on it. And I think that the subsequent films are a reaction to this film and are all the better for it i can i can see your point in that yep uh we, we, we can move on to one of those actually can't we? yes seamless that seamless seamless part that scene that i just fucking yeah you just you so straight into it ruined it yeah so the wolverine 2013 yep Uh, I, I like I like to have a guess on these things is all and uh yeah so stars uh Hugh Jackman uh Hiroyuki Sanada my boy my sunshine boy um Hiroyuki Sanada um Tao Maka I can't remember her name and I don't have it in front of me there we go um and others so the wolverine 
People were very excited about this. It was kind of like based on a very famous Wolverine story. And uh, you see James Mangold entering the fray. So you've got the 12A version. You've got the 15 version. For this watch, I watched watched the 15 version. As did we. Nice. Uh, Which uh, is, they now have both cuts in the same package on iTunes. Previously, they were separate and you had to pay separately for them as you did alien and the director's cut of alien and one of my bugbears on my apple tv is the fact that i have two entries for alien despite the fact that if i go into alien it lets me select between both cuts and then i've also got alien director's cut which just lets me play the director's cut just take (laughs) just take it away just take it away i just want the one alien (laughs) yeah i can do that i know you yeah, it fuck it really fucks me off, Mark. And <laughs> I'm actually thinking I might email Apple tonight and say, can you just take that one out of my library? I don't care that I paid for it. I just want it gone. <laughs> Do you know what as well? Alien 4K has been on iTunes since April and I haven't watched the fucker yet. Ooh. What am I doing? What am I doing? Watching Adam Sutton movies. Yeah. yeah fucking playing god of war for 20 hours and then fucking it off that's what i'm fucking doing anyway james mangold's the wolverine um yeah so this is cracking spoiler mark and becky what did you think do we go first well we watched this uh review on the show didn't we um and we were both very big fans of it. Um, I'm still a very big fan of it. I think it's it's a great film. It's a Mango brings uh, a, a, a different kind of sense of style to it. Um, I think um, Michael Bellamy's score is is fantastic for it as well. Uh, I think that certainly adds something to it. Uh, in the same as uh, he also um, brings, yeah, it was him that did score for Blood as well. Again, you know, knocks out the park again in that one. Uh, but like you say, it does feel like a they've gone for um, a reference point. They've started with a reference point um, of a couple of, of a couple of graphic novels and gone right. We're going to kind of make a version of that in a similar way as, um, for instance, that's what um, Noel did with the Batman films had a few reference points, didn't necessarily make versions of those, mm. but used them as reference points. Yeah. Um, and that's what's what's happening here. Uh, it, it feels, this feels like the most managed and well-produced uh, of all of, I think, the X-Men movies for me. Apart from what we talked about. Yeah. Uh, up to this point, I think it, it yeah. feels like that. It feels like the most... Um, the, the kind of best production mm. all up until the last 10-15 minutes mm. when it's a big adamantian samurai yeah and then i to abex and say right i've seen this movie a couple of times now was it your first watch yes right am i missing something does he need that suit to survive or will he not have that suit 
once Wolverine is it, it, sapped all Wolverine's life force out of him. It, 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 yeah, it's it's that he needs good. he it that sustaining him while whilst that which yeah. makes zero fucking sense by the way. Um, no, why is it after Samurai? Why, why is it? Well, why is it? Why is it after Why is it after that? It, it, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, yeah, the so have healing powers. It's Wolverine. Exactly. Healing right. Powers. But I, I was worried that he would have to go to like business meetings in that. And can you imagine that? Kind of like dressed down Friday. <laughs> and it, and like to, to, to yeah. To be fair, is it, it is it not so that he is kind of like well protected, like. They say earlier on that the the samurai is there to guard him while he he rests, and it's almost like a just that concept kind of made yeah, that, flesh. Right, that is fine, but I still think he was probably better in the in like that that actual literal mini fucking super high tech hospital room that he was in, yeah. rather than upright in something where he's got a piston of a catheter that is a giant fucking mechanical adamantium thing, where it just seems a little bit like the guy's gone, do you know what? I have fucking billions. If I want to build myself a big adamantium fucking, essentially, sarcophagus for myself. <laughs> but I, well, it, yeah, I think I think there's some, fucking, there, there's some fucking hubris there as well, bud. I mean, like, to be fair, if I earned enough money in my life to be buried, like, within a gold-plated Tesla Model 3, I'd probably fucking do it. So... I, I, I look forward to when Elon Musk calls you a better ass for doing that. Um, and tries to save you in some kind of underground fucking submarine. Um, I enjoy why they thought they Elon Musk thing. I don't even dislike Elon Musk thinking a prick. Uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so there is, yeah, there's a definite amount of hubris there, for, for sure. But... That, that it, in the last 15 minutes it just loses it for me it, just, it, just goes, it goes off it goes off a fucking cliff for yeah, how good it's been yeah it does it does it, it kind of spoils itself doesn't it yeah, unfortunately it does and then there's, there's a there's a another bit where it, wolverine grabs hold of the big adamantium sword thing yeah, that's been used to, to what is it and he's, he's going work oh. work work and it won't work and he goes wait a minute Two hands. It's like, hang on a minute. That fucking guy a minute ago had two of them. And one they all did it with two hands. No. And it fucking got all fucking flamey. flamey. So that's just bullshit, Wolverine. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, it, it, it does it does ruin itself. And then Lizard Lady and that. that I don't mind her. Yeah, she's fine. But she's just, she, just, she, doesn't, she doesn't seem to fit in with the rest of the film very well. She just feel a little bit too comic booky yeah. for the rest of the thing. Yeah, I yeah. agree on that. Um, but then again, you've got stuff like the bullet train scene. Mm. Uh, action, that is fantastic. I mean, just this is the thing. I mean, like, I, I will take this film if Fox are like, Mangold, yeah, do what you want as long as in the last 15, 20 minutes we can have Wolverine gi- fight a giant silver samurai. But for the the two hours before that, you kind of got free reign. That kind of feels like what this film is. It, it absolutely feels like what this film is. But part of me would rather it all be silly. If the ending's going to be silly, I'd rather it all be silly because then at least it doesn't feel so jarring. But but I don't know. I would rather have that two hours of what this is. No, I mean I I think that's I think that's fair, Bex. But I 
would rather have this mix than a two and a quarter hour silly film. But then there is a good 45 minutes of Wolverine sleeping in this movie. He sleeps an awful lot. He sleeps lot. a lot in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of night terrors. Well, <laughs> I mean, Wolverine and night terrors. I mean, like to be fair, Funky Anson's got to get some work. And I like the fact that this is a direct, like basically a direct sequel to X-Men The Last Stand. Yeah. You know, I, I like that this is a film that explores his guilt about what he did. Um, I'm I'm I less like the fact that we never you know we'll never get further adventures of his like bodyguard and his Japanese lady love like I that that would it would have been really fun if they were somehow incorporated into a future film and that that won't happen now and fair enough but it, it is weird that there's no mention of them in Days of Future Past when that film was obviously in the works you know it came out the year after the wolverine and yet there's no mention of them whatsoever and in the road cut he's with storm that that which is a, a an odd fucking disconnect there um but yeah i don't know i just i i really fucking like the wolverine and the bullet train is a fucking banger of a scene with storm, like with storm like in a relationship with yeah really yeah, you need to watch the road cut. Oh, okay. There's, cool. there's just like there's a there's a one scene thing, but yeah, he's with her. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, it just I think Mangold like came to it, brought some interesting sensibility. I think that the score is really fun. Um, I just some of the production design and the way that it's hearkening back to Japanese fucking action films I, I I think is really wonderful I'm less into the Viper um that literally feels like a studio note saying we need a blonde haired blue eyed woman who we can put on a poster and in stills um I mean she she doesn't add an awful lot um to the uh, to it in in general um but it's i it's one of those films that i think will not kind of won't be made in the mcu universe now where it's a singular of its own piece story like logan to be fair of its own piece story which has nothing to do with fucking anything else i mean yes the po- the mid credits bit does have a bit of that but the main story here is completely separate and it feels like we're getting away from that and i really appreciate this film for it yeah i, I completely agree i i i, I really like woman i took away the, the last 15 yeah. minutes yeah i can handle that because the, the rest of it is such high quality i just i just wish tonally it hadn't been quite as confused with itself but yeah. i mean don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's a bad film by by any stretch of imagination, it's 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 great. It's just I wish you didn't ruin it. So mm. no, I, 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 Bex. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a completely fair point. I it, it's if the last fifteen twenty minutes was as kind of fucking like weirdly chill as the rest of it is. Like you know, you've got you've got moments like the bullet train um, scene, but I, I I don't know. Like even the the bit where they're uh, the, the the fucking black foot is that what they're called or black hand or, um they're um they're getting the wolverine in in the snowy bit 
at least there you've got interesting like snowy landscape and it it is an action sequence and it is intense but it's not wolverine versus cgi guy fucking having a bang and whatnot you know it's it's something more stylized than that and i think mangold continues that with logan but um yeah it's it's a film that I, I I just I don't think we'll see it's like um, it, it, from Fox Disney uh, uh, again for a good while at least. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It, like I say, it's it, of its own story. Everything with that has to has to kind of link together. So essentially, TV series movies now are the MCU ones. They are. They're really long episodes, aren't they? Yeah. Not, that's not a criticism of them, um, but it's more a like you say, it is a shame that we won't get these standalone from like them but we do seem like we're getting those from dc with warner yeah yeah it's weird it's weird how cyclical it is isn't it um okay cool so logan 2017 uh james Mangold again hugh jackman um Stephen Merchant, uh daphne Keane, patrick stewart boyd holbrook richard e grant interesting cast this so um yeah i mean it was the film that day basically went to the studio and said we will cost less money let us do what we want which you kind of feel like they wanted to do with the wolverine but couldn't and uh you know thankfully with deadpool gave the studio a bit more encouragement um and i mean they, they were already in production on this but you get the feeling that if deadpool bombed maybe they would have um tried to tone this down and give it a 12a um you know to be fair the vast majority of the f-bombs in this film are in the first fucking 20 minutes um that that's one thing i'll just say right now the first 20 minutes of this film very much seems like it's trying to say oh this isn't for kids yeah. this really isn't for kids look at yeah. all the f-bombs we um, said through the first fight scene, didn't we? Mm. It definitely sets its stall out that this is going to be a bit grimier and a bit violenter than you're than you maybe used to. No, abs- absolutely. But it, it just like I, you know, and I I swear as my as my manager told me in a meeting today, I swear like a sailor, you know, and it's um. I, but even I like the first twenty minutes was like just fucking tone it down a touch just a touch you don't need every other line to have a uh, to have a fuck in it yeah it, 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 it's like they're ticking it off it's like wait as as patrick Stewart said fuck yeah he has how many times once and then he's set again in case people missed it i mean that, that that's the thing it's like the the the, the r-rated stuff that has more impact for me here is the like the, that scene where Charles is having the fucking freak out in Las Vegas and like Wolverine is going up to those guys and they're like very slowly looking at him, realizing what he's about to do. <laughs> and then he fucking does it. It's like, that is so fuck like it's gory, but it's just the sheer, they know he is about to fucking insert his fucking claw hands right up through their heads. <laughs> yes. Like, it's horrific. 
it, it's like that Las Vegas sequence. I know I'm jumping in, but that Las Vegas sequence is fucking horrific, and yet it's so fucking cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. This this time round, it's funnier in parts than I remember it being. This, this, I remember it just being yeah. really bleak and great, but really bleak. And I didn't I didn't remember that there's some really there's some really sort of touching bits between him and Patrick Stewart. And there's some really funny bits. There's, there's a couple of issues that, that not issues if it's too strong a word, but there's a couple of like little bits that that, that didn't quite marry up when I first watched it. Mm. I overall I thought it was a, a, a fantastic film, mm. but there was a few little bits. If I had to, if I had to pick problems, it was the um, the weapon twenty four. Is it it's referred to as which one? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. 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 Weapon twenty four. That I was like, I'm not sure that looked, but it, I, no problem with it this time. That those sequences felt of the movie and made sense a lot more to me this time. Yeah. Um, I got on with um, Stephen Merchant's Caliban last time, uh, whereas this time I thought he was fantastic. Well, you were a big fan of the Caliban in the other movie that refers to himself in the third person, maybe because you do that too. It's like Matt does that too, animal. so yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, what was the other bit? There's another bit I've forgotten what it is now. It was that important. Is it yeah, the H- children? Don't like don't. Significant children. There is. She starts talking at one point. I was like, I wish she'd oh, shut yeah, the fuck up. Oh yeah, yeah, you did wish that. Very quickly. That last night. Um, when we were watching it, so that's not on. That's not on niggle that's gonna wear that. No, that's not niggle that's gonna wear now. You wish you'd just mute the whole way through. Yeah. Um. But also, yeah, I, I remember it being a lot more bleak than it was. Whereas there is actually kind of little moments of, of mm. sort of levity in there and his his relationship with um Patrick with Patrick Stewart is fantastic in the sense yeah. that he everything he's doing is just to save this man. Yeah, he's basically he exiled man... himself and, and obviously at the start Patrick Stewart doesn't remember what, what he's done and he's like, What have you done? What have you done to to Wolverine, isn't he? Mm. Why are we like basically asking why they're exiled and it's not it's what he's done and then when he remembers it's yeah, yeah. Heartbreaking. it's a heartbreaking scene because he, he, he's doing it and he thinks it's to logan and it's not it's to 24. oh god that oh i still i still feel like i want to cry just thinking about patrick stewart dying in it wasn't that i i do like that logan does get to tell him it wasn't me before he actually dies yeah. Yeah. like if 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 professor x thought that it was actually logan that did that when he died oh my word yeah it's well done though eh yeah it is yeah but you see it's the kind of panicked way that he's saying it as well like it wasn't me it wasn't me like he's 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 really desperate for him to know that, like the emotion in it is portrayed really fucking Hugh, well. Hugh Jackman is, 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 he's great. He's very, very good in this. Uh, he's a very, very good actor. Because um, sometimes you do get people who fall in these movies that aren't great actors, they just fit apart. Yeah. Hugh Jackman uh, is, you know, and the amazing thing is he clearly has an affinity for the characters that, that made him a star. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I think Boyd Holbrook's very, very good in this. Yeah, hell yeah, he's a very, very hissable bad guy. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> well, it is, it's that thing, he could, it could be a very generic performance, mm. but it's not, he brings mm. almost a playfulness to it, uh, and a revelry in the fact that he's, he's kind of enjoying being an arsehole. 
I mean, I, I, I like the fact that this film doesn't focus on the bad guys. It, 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 it you know, the, the, I suppose the bad guy is essential. I mean, it, it, it's very heavy handed, but like Logan's own self, you know, it, it's like his history. And who is he fighting against? He's lit- literally fighting himself. But Rich D. Grant, you know, he's he's kind of a means to an end almost. Like the way he's dispatched, like just the fucking shot, the, the shot to the head and he's done. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, like it, it's I, I like how I like how perfunctory that is. I like how fucking dark Boyd Holbrook's death is like. Fair play, he deserved it. That looks fucking horrible. Yeah, it, it is. You, you, you're watching it going, oh, God, this this is a bit much. And then you think, ah, oh, but is it though? No, not really. No, what happened to him again? He literally, all the kids use all their powers to essentially oh, God, decimate yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he gets, yeah. I was thinking he was in the band and then it got blown up. But no, but he's not like that. Grass is growing around him and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, it just looks fucking rough. Mm. Yeah. I, I I will say though, I, I watched the first twenty minutes of this in the Logan Noir version. Well we decided to not this time, didn't we? We were yeah. gonna, but we decided to not. What was your feelings on it of the Logan Noir? It's a bit fucking wanky. It is ever so slightly, I'm a serious director, I'm making this film, I'm going to make a black and white version. Yeah, because I, I read that, that Mangold Mangold really likes it. Um and Boyd Holbrook says he prefers the noir version. Yeah. Uh, but Hugh Jackman says that he's not a massive fan of the noir version. Yeah, I, I, that, yeah, abs- absolutely. It just, I don't know, man. It's, it's like colorizing a black and white film, isn't it? It just, it's doing something to it that you didn't originally intend. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure the cinematographer was not fucking like do it like doing the lighting as he did thinking oh we're going to do a black and white version of this i mean mangold said in a q a uh which is actually on the extras of logan noir um that like it was basically he was doing stills from the set and then thought oh this would be interesting and then he went to fox and said would you be up for doing a black and white version of this and they said yeah so the cinematographer didn't have necessarily have any say in that at the time and to be fair how the fuck would you like for black and white and color well, that's mm. it and the thing is this looks it, it's such a good looking movie yeah yeah it is yeah it, 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 I, I think it would almost be a shame with that I mean, it's not just even the the original you know the, the early sets where you've got the um the big um grain silo that is it uh, you've even got the bits where they're at the the house they're fantastically lit scenes. God, yeah. they all die as well, isn't it? All the That's fucking... It, it, it's how quickly yeah. they're... It, this, they this film doesn't give a shit about anybody else apart from those the main characters. Yeah. Those two, essentially. Well, yeah. Everyone else is... is, is uh, get fucked. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then, yeah, it's it's a... I I like the fact that they're the balls to kill him, but it is also you watch it going. I I'm a minute. This guy is like what two hundred years old nearly, and that's it. He oh, dies in a he's, field. He's really injured and he just keeps fucking battling on. That's heartbreaking as well. And you're like, look, we just hide behind a rock, man. Just let her die. 
Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's that the. We don't have an affinity for her. We haven't seen millions no, of movies you, you, of her. No, you've in. not. Whereas you've seen another eight movies of of of, of this character, yeah. and you've spent like what nearly twenty years with it. But he's basically died, hasn't he, already? So. But still, he's still. You look at it going. Do you know what? This is that. That's the last of it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna see it unless Ryan Reynolds gets his way. We're not going to see another performance from Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And it, it, it's kind of sad because in all of them, he's been the best thing in yeah, all of them. Yeah. They should do a Deadpool where he's got what's it, table time traveling thing, and he goes back and saves him. And then he can do another one, but still be old because he's a bit older than this. I think that's really low a little bit. Yeah. It's I I I it, it, it's a I was a little bit worried well. going back to it that it might not be as good as I hoped or remembered. Mm. Uh, I've never seen it be better. It is. It mm. is. It got a little yeah, got a little bit better for me as well. Mm. What well, we, we did it get did it stay about where it was get better or worse for you? Ian? Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I really liked it anyway. The um, the kind of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome shit in the third act bothered me less because those kids don't really have that much of a part to play in the film. Uh, so yeah, I mean, a, a little bit better, but I already really liked it anyway. So yeah, good shit. Right, I really need a Wii again. I'm ever so sorry. I need to wait as well. I must, we must have that entire, Don't leave me. that so you can fill some. There'll be some music. Go on, Bex. Go, go, go. No. Don't you do my alternative Bobby theme tune? <laughs> Mine. You just have to cut this bit out. Hi. Did you not say anything? No. Oh, you left dead air. Dead air, because then you know it's going to cook, because it'll just That's right. We should do that. You should just waffle. No, I don't. I can't waffle. I'm not as skilled at waffling as you. I am a skilled waffler. You are a skilled waffler. Um, oh, I just peed. That was a good pee, though. Everyone needs to know how good a pee that was. <laughs> it was one of those where it, it was it was so fast it kind of hurt a little bit, okay. and I didn't think I could keep up with it. I'm not going to lie. Right. Oh. Yeah. You're sharing that. You're welcome. You're welcome. What, he, he literally sent out a record of him actually being. Yeah, he did do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you literally been doing hold music? <laughs> no, not the entire time. I talked about my pee. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. 
Alan's from it, so you know where to cut it out. I'm not cutting it out. Okay. Right. Same. You'll probably get a heavy peeing. Probably will, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we actually have any questions. Oh, we do. Do we? We do, yes, we have one question. Uh, Rick Kidd, at Rick J. Kidd. Uh, what are your favourite examples of a great score from a mediocre slash poor film? For me, I'm thinking Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy is not a mediocre slash poor film. I really like Tron Legacy. You say you do really like it, or you don't? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm not a fan. Well, you're not. Thank you. Mm. I'm crap on score, then I'm not doing this one. It's a great score from a mediocre film. I think. There was one recent that had a cracking score. You, 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 but actually, there you go, Ian. You were like the score for uh, Dark Phoenix. That's a fucking cracking score, god damn it. Yeah. And it's a you thought it was a mediocre film. Well, I I thought it was alright. I'd say it was better than mediocre to be oh, fair. I, 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 yeah, I quite enjoyed it still. So I'm alright for that. Oh, a really good score in a really not great film. Looking at me. Inspiration. Yeah, I, you're not making any inspiration, are you? No. I don't really notice it until it's, unless it's pointed out to me, like, I, it's just in a handful of film, but I don't notice it as an individual entity. Ah, uh, I'm going to have to go back to this one next week. Yeah? Do some research. Mm-hmm. You would score crap film? I'll read that now. <laughs> I mean, like, does, like, Flash Gordon count? Uh, I think that could count. Except it's a crap score. It is not a crap score. Fucking what? Flash Gordon hasn't got a crap score. He doesn't like Queen, does he? I yeah, it's fucking banging. Yeah, Mark. You are wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, I was talking to Igmal actually the other day about how the film Bohemian Rhapsody has ruined Queen for me and how sad it is. Maybe the ball sympathise and she she's like she's got a pain, she didn't really get it. She didn't she didn't understand the whole queen situation. Go on. There's not a lot that I can think of because everyone I'm thinking of is always quite a good movie. Yeah, I mean that that that's the thing. I it just good scores tend to be associated with good films. They do. Mm. There'll be one that'll stand out, and I'll, I'll, I need to come back to this for next week. So I'll do the question that we asked once I reopen my phone. Come on, read my face. There we go. <laughs> read my face. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, our question for you is: What was the last movie to really surprise you, old or new? X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Fair Um. My literally was today, death of the funeral, and I didn't even take this before I'd seen that. I did not expect to enjoy that that much. No? Nope. Nope. I didn't expect, I actually know the last one to surprise me would be Murder Mystery. We watched that literally two days ago. Yeah. And yeah, last night was Wolverine. Uh, no, Logan and, and the other one. Uh, Chris Ward, uh, Horace Smith, uh, Leprechaun Returns, expected to be shite and had a great time <laughs> with it. 
Uh, Rick Kidd, uh, the upside, I was dreading this and found Kevin Hart unbelievably annoying, but I actually ended up enjoying it quite a bit. Not a patch on the French original, though. Um, Ethan M. Barr, ah, Ethan Barr too. Really surprised these, well, actually, rarely surprised these days. It's hard to avoid Twitter opinions or mark in which set the scene and expectations. But right. Fat Thor and the five-year time jumping endgame both made me say out loud, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, Noel Mellor, uh said uh, the Neon Demon, I knew I'd like it, but I wasn't expecting to be so utterly immersed in it in the cinema or on the remake of Maniac. More people need to talk about how good that film is, uh, which Dan responded to yes and yes, no. Uh, we need to rewatch Neon Demon because I remember not really liking it. We did a commentary of it. Mate, no, no, you weren't there. Me and Ian did it. All right. But can we rewatch it for me? No. You could not sound less interested in the fact that we did a commentary for it if you fucking tried there, Bex. Sorry, guys. Did you really? Was it good? It was fantastic. Oh, wow. Did you, like, learn loads from, from it and from each other and, you know, like, do change your lives? Changed many people's lives, actually. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. Um, that you're, you're having an effect there. We have a positive effect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mildly. Uh, Bradley Porter, uh, hereditary, because so little surprised me anymore, but the marketing campaign was so skillfully leading you to believe who the focus would be on and then. Have an amusing gif. Uh, which is true. Yeah. With yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Well, been bad surprises. No, well, no, good surprises because you think it's all going to be about that kid, and then it's just freaking not, is it? Oh. Uh, my position without um, stopping uh, to think too hard. Cabin in the Woods, expected scary movie, got something way more. Yeah, Cameron in the Woods is actually it's quite clever. I know you hate it because Weedon, but no, I I hate it because I really really liked it when I first watched it, and then, and then I re I rewatched it and was like, oh, this is shit. It's not shit though. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I accept the fact that I'm in the minority of that. It's good. I think you need to re-rewatch it. Maybe it'll set you back. Maybe it will. You could do that for me. Nope. Uh, Ian, what's yours, man? Murder mystery. Oh, murder mystery. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. I already said. Yeah, I already said. You're looking at me expectantly. Cool. Cool. Well, there's commentary. Anyway, Neon Demon then. We did many commentaries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do we not do a commentary for anymore because you don't like doing commentaries with me? Have I like, ruined it? Have I no. spoiled your fun? No, you can do a comment. We'll do a commentary. We'll do a commentary. Begin now. <laughs> we'll do the fucking Dark City commentary that I've been asking to do for ages. Very difficult, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to that one, didn't we? Contribute to the fucking Patreon and get your shit in the fucking mix. I do contribute to the Patreon. Content. When <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are we picking our next Patreon film? Uh, next week. Next week, cool. So just to make sure I haven't missed something. Oh, yeah. What are we covering next week, Ian? Child's Play. Are we doing Child's Play? Cool. I reckon. What do we think? Sold on Child's Play. I'm trying, Sorry? I'm trying to go and see it, but I'm still not sold on it. Like, the, the one thing that my brain can't get over is that kid is too old for a doll. Yeah, but I'm guessing that'll be explained in the film. Well, like, he's just got crippling emotional, emotional anxiety. Probably. He have a doll. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it supposed to be like a smart home thing, though? Yeah, it's a smart doll. It's a doll. It's a smart doll. And then, isn't it... Oh, is it Toy Story this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be an interesting thing. What about toys that come to life?
Oh, hello. Hello, baby. You all right? Go to bed. Oh, okay. Can I have a hug, please? Yeah. All right. You got your. Oh God, you got your Pikachu's like no one's business here. So Lottie's just walked in with Pikachu pajama trousers, a big Pikachu <laughs> and a smaller Pikachu. Donna is holding <laughs> Eevee. They are having a Pokemon fest. Is it, is it the big peak, uh, Pikachu that was uh, on your Instagram picture the other day? Uh, yes. I did. I did enjoy that Pikachu. I was quite impressed. Pika Pika. Pika. Lottie. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on, I think she's coming. Lottie, how do you do Pikachu? Pika Pika. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Like Pika Pika. Any more? Pika Pika. Pika. That's the, that's the two ones he does. Yeah. And these two can do a real Pikachu. It's oh, okay. If you really All right, go on then. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. Very good. Might make you up in the night if I'm doing it. Yeah, try not to do it in the middle of the night, babe. Okay. All right, love you. Anyway, sorry oh, about that. Her little Welsh accent is adorable. Sorry? Her little Welsh accent's adorable. Uh, yes, 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 it is. No, she's she's a cutie. Pain <laughs> in the bum, but she's a cutie. Anyway. Um, you know, Brightburn's out as well because Noel just WhatsApped us that he just watched it. So I don't know whether that's a thing. Nah. We... Okay, so it's Charles Play then, yeah. Becky's. I'm not right, but I. Uh... I, I would literally rather. Um... <laughs> I, 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 I do Toy Story Four so I can argue with Ian about it. <laughs> Can't double build that. You can't be like, oh, so Tori's come to life. One, murderous, and one is shit. I, I, I'm kind of thinking that might do that though. It does sound like the kind of thing you would do, to be fair. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll sort it out. But I'm gonna watch both. So you know, we'll 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 take it from there, shall we? Yeah. All right. Cool. So at Film Bastards, at Ian Loring, at Dude Foz, at Bexy Foz, Film Bastards at gmail.com patreon.com forward slash filmbusters two dollars a month you pricks and uh we'll speak to you guys next week bye bye see you later bye here comes a wave meant to wash me away a tide that is taking me under swallow and sand with nothing to say my voice drowned out in the thunder But I won't cry